You are about to opt in to Mineratopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. Aloha. Happy Saturday. Apparently it's sunny in here. I forgot my glasses. It's nice. It's nice and sunny. All right. Well, here we are. Well, cheers, my mezcal and your hot tea. I have hot, hot ginger and honey because I'm very sick, my friends. But we wanted to do a show this weekend, so here we are. I'm drinking mezcal with extra lime so I don't get sick. Yeah, he's been avoiding me. So isn't that love right there, guys? He's <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> washing his hands. <laughs> I know, I know. It's actually been pretty funny. I mean, I was sick last week, so hopefully I already had the sick. I yeah, know. I hope so. Because, yeah. you know. And then my daughter's sick. Yeah, everyone's kind of sick She's around coughing us. Coughing like a banshee. Aww. <laughs> I'm like, Brian, can you just cough a little less? <laughs> I know, it's so sweet. Bad, bad. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a thing going out there, right? Everyone's getting something. So. <laughs> yeah, there's so much of it, right? Yeah. Now. I know a lot of people that just got sick, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm alright. I'm getting a little better day it's by a, day. It's as if, so if it's I collapse, a, it's as if on it's air, always been the same, just carry on, same level of sickness every year, except we just redefined it as COVID in the past. Yeah, probably. Know, for two years, and now we're back to normal. There you go. Oh, so, but everybody's still sick. Oh. That's interesting. Is it now? Nothing has changed. So if I but now it's just a new. Well, what's the what's the name of uh, this thing that's going on going around? Um, R- it's RSV. um RSV, yeah. RSV, yeah, respiratory sin something. I hope that doesn't RSV. turn into kids having to wear a mask now in school again. Like that will be that will be crazy if they try to bring back the mask before. I don't know. Mass. We'll see. Oh I don't think God. so. I mean, they already. I mean, New York City public can't take schools, it away they, and they, bring like, it back literally again. Literally, just like started somewhat getting back to normal. I hope not. Anyways. Anyways. You love New York? Let's keep it positive. Keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. Yeah. And if I collapse on air, please, you know, just carry on with the show. Just throw <laughs> me to the side. Yeah, don't worry. I'll keep going. <laughs> I won't even. <laughs> I won't even hesitate. <clears throat> no, you wouldn't at all. <laughs> like, Sunita, you ruined the but show. But I wouldn't be able to, like, get people out because, like, I'm used to you running it. So. So just don't oh, no. just hang in there. <laughs> It'd be very inconvenient. Come on. This is what I have to deal with on a daily basis, guy. Oh, sadness. Anyways, I guess let's continue with the conversation. I love New York. You do. New York is uh might make a big comeback here. We got Zeldin about to. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Election. Win the governorship. Well. We'll see. We'll what see happens. what happens, but yeah, but he's, he's close. the corner. That's that's a big change for those who don't know about New York. So we would then have a Republican governor, where we have two, I think, two million more Democrats than than Republicans in the state. So for a Republican to win, 
is a big deal. People are, people are disgusted. <laughs> people are disgusted. Even de- even Dems are voting Republican right now. Anyways, so what do we got? Inconvenience. We got, a, we got a lot of things coming up. Yeah. So where are we going next week? That's number one, which I'm super excited about. We're going We're to Mexico going City, to guys. Call City. So for those of you that are in Mexico City and want to hang out with us, plan on hanging out probably like Thursday night. We're going to be putting up a post probably tomorrow. I've been kind of dead the past couple of days, so I haven't had a chance to post it, but we'll do that shortly. But yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. So if you're, you're in Mexico, you know, come hang out. We already have a, a small group that's, that's hanging out, right? That's already committed. Yeah. We have a few, like, a few people. At least us. That's two right wow, there. Wow. Really? <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I, I might we have not show up. <laughs> two, two more definitely committed. <laughs> Tight knit group of all uh, people that you may know from. May or may not know. But yes, we have. They may or may not be popular Twitter personalities. May or may not be. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that should be exciting. Um, this should be fun. We're certainly not popular Twitter personalities. (laughs) No, we're not. Well, not me, especially. It's not like that. I'm, you're a little more popular than me on Twitter. I don't really talk much. Yeah. You know, you like to, you're a true Monero. Yes, I'm behind you the scenes, my friend. You have in your in your veins. No one will ever know natural. who I am. <laughs> Unfortunately, I dragged you out here <laughs> in the public. Otherwise, it would have been I ruined perfect. It for you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody's got to do it. Thank you, Edward. We love you too. But yeah, guys, if you're in Mexico, especially if you're in Mexico City, uh, plan on you know coming to have a drink with us on Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. I'll, I'll be probably I'll be probably posting it tomorrow or or Monday. Uh, yeah, we're going down there to do recon. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what we discover. Yeah, it lo- <laughs> so it looks like obviously we're leaning towards Mexico. We'll see what what happens. Yeah, on. they're both still in the running, right? Miami and and Mexico City. So we'll we'll see what. And happens. then so the Anarcopoco. Oh. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> the Anarcopoco. They wanted us to come down there and do Monerotopia alongside of it, but I don't know. We think it's too soon. Uh, yeah, I think it's too soon. We won't have enough time. I mean, it's already November 5th, but it's, yeah. It's... I mean, there's there's obviously benefits. It'd be cool. There's a, there's a good you know crew down there, people that would obviously be interested in attending a Monero conference that are already going to be down there. They'd let us uh, you know use the venue, it sounds like, right? Yeah, they're gonna yeah. have cryptocurrency day, and then a- after that would be Monerotopia for two days. But as enticing as it's, biggest issue is that it's too soon. It's too that soon. That makes yeah. it kind of like not even debatable. Yeah, but there would tough. there would have been tough. pros, and also we, we I don't know we we want to build our own thing, right? Yeah, that's like all these things we want to do with Monerotopia, we want to make sure those don't get like hindered in any way. Yeah. Not that they would like. Super cool crew down there, but they have somebody yeah, organizing so their yeah. conference. We don't want to be like getting in their way and like having to ask people permission for things, right? Like, yeah, no, definitely. But what do you want to, Jeff, wanna... Jeff Berwick, <laughs> oh, God. which is super cool that he, uh, is thinking of us, right? Yeah. So, uh, you want me to play? It's better than that other video where he, where he, <laughs> he attacked <bashed> us. us. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we're making progress. I, I mean, I love Jeff. I mean, he's got, He's he's a, a liberty loving individual, and he he is a very charismatic guy. It's hard to deny. Super yes, chill, dude. You want to play the clip? Yeah, play the clip. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. 
That's, Lucy. that's like a street, Lucy. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Thanks for telling me. I didn't notice that. Yeah, let's walk up here, Lucy. These videos are really good. But that's uh-huh. actually part of the reason democracy is so evil is all the worst people in society all get a, a, basically a say in stealing money from productive people. And that's why they put it in. It, it's so nefarious. And it, it's almost impossible to get rid of. But we'll see. We actually have privacy coin digital currencies now. Like, this is so perfect. This is almost miraculous. Like, we're going to see a lot of people in the world realize they need to use Monero in the next few years. What do you think is going to happen to the price of Monero, Lucy? Well, I don't really follow the price of anything, but, you know, I bet you can get some more tacos. Yeah, a lot more tacos, Lucy, because the, the market cap of Monero, Monero I, I think, think is about $2 billion currently. There's 7 billion people on Earth. It might go down to 2 billion over the next few years. But still, that's like one Monero per person. And most people are going to realize if they want to survive, they're going to have to use that currency. Or gold and silver, which you should also definitely be getting. But this is going to be incredible times. And as far as what you can do, there's all kinds of ways you can do this stuff. Like, here's a great... I don't know where this is. Da Vinci's Italian Restaurant. Help us to help you. So it's in pounds, so this is in the UK. Customers that pay their full bill with cash will receive 10% off their total. Who wouldn't want that? Fight against the cashless society. I've seen other ones too where you can leave a tip and you leave, you pay everything actually in cash. And on the, on the bill where it says credit card and tip, you say, uh, see a pamphlet and you leave them a little pamphlet and explains to them how this helps them to not get extorted. We, we and how not to be enslaved. I've seen a number of them. I'll see if I can find one to put it on screen. Thanks to chill. But I should mention that uh, the Monerotopia people are great. They just had a Monerotopia somewhere in the U.S., I think in California or something, California. <laughs> and they actually go <laughs> out and, like, buy, like, a beer off a guy off the street and stuff, and they try to pay him in Monero, and they'll help him open a Monero wallet. And actually, a lot of people are very, very open to it and very excited about it, actually. That's the kind of stuff that you could be doing. And I should mention the Monerotopia people are considering, because I know uh, the guy who runs it, I think his name's Doug. I hope I got that right. Yeah, Doug something. Uh, he's out of Narcopoco. He's come numerous times. They're talking about during the week after Narcopoco, which is Agoraforico, doing Monerotopia and actually having a major crypto event. So that's the kind of stuff that you could be doing. So definitely come to Narcopoco. That's the kind of people, like... The whole title is The Great Reset, Scratched Out, Resist. Uh, tons of the people who are trying to ch- make this world a lot better are all going to be on Narcopoco. But well, he seems pretty hairy. Okay. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. Looks like he's been getting lots of tacos. <laughs> he is just, think, it's hard not to I like that. I suggest we get going. It's getting a little dark. And, <laughs> you know, we've seen a lot of dogs today. I'm just checking him out. Yeah, let's get going. Right. So, so yeah, he's right. We were considering, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna gonna work for the whole conference. Very enticing, though, especially uh, for Jeff Burwick's pitch. But we probably will go down, right, to an Arcapoco. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go down there, participate in Crypto Day after an Arcaforco. There's there's so many things going <laughs> on down many. there. It's hard to keep track. After that, uh, yeah, maybe we'll go. We'll have we'll have a stand down there. 
you know, represent Monero. Anybody else that's, you know, around, highly recommend it. It's, it's definitely a fun time. We've been down there. It's a, it's a good scene, but maybe we could get Jeff to come to Monerotopia, right? Yeah. Because I think he filmed that in Mexico City. He was talking about Mexico City at some point. So maybe he does he live in Mexico City? I thought he lived somewhere else in Mexico. Yeah, maybe I think he lives uh, in Mexico. I'm come, not sure if come to the Monero, I'm sure he would come to the Monerotopia if he's around. That'd be cool. Yeah. So what else we got? We got Monerotopia decisions to be made. We got to figure out the conference too, right? Like similar to last year. I want to talk about, you know, philosophies behind Monero, free speech, money, agorism, all those concepts. Then I want to do talks on Monero tech. So kind of for, like, kind of like similar to last year, first the philosophy and like the why, then the, the how, like the talks on Monero tech, like what, like how we're doing this, why Monero is digital cash type stuff. But not, not too much. We, you know, we, we don't want to beat a dead horse. Everybody knows already, right? Like, but we, we could, we could recap. Hopefully we'll have some noobs in the audience and then hopefully we'll have some new tech things to talk about. We'll have some devs to hopefully that are, can talk about new things that are coming down the pipe. And then we gotta, we gotta make like a, a decision on, you know, what other, you know, last year we had Haven talking, right? With, uh, Thorchain. Thorchain. We gotta decide like, I, I, I'm totally down with that. It's more so I don't want to uh, piss off the, the community. Uh, I want it, you know, Monero focused, obviously. The, the goal with the conference I and mean, with everything we do is to grow Monero, to grow the Monero ecosystem, uh, to grow the user base. So whatever helps to that end. So, yeah, I'm down for having anybody really come down and talk, any projects that are, you know, privacy tech related. Uh, but we should talk about that more in the community. Maybe we could do like a, a spaces, a Twitter spaces, talk about the conference and we could get feedback from the community. That's probably the best yeah. format to use for that. And then we obviously, we definitely want to have the marketplace like we did. Well, last year was kind of like a sample of it, but it was cool. We had amazing, there were a few vendors, but the vendors we had were awesome. Uh, we definitely want that to be bigger and better. And then I really want to focus on the building the Monero circular economy. Obviously, we had talks on that last year, but I want to do something more actionable, you know, make that, you know, make Monerotopia a place where people are converging that are working on growing the Monero circular economy. So people can, you know, meet in person and talk about it. And, you know, it's, it's all about building an economy among ourselves. So products and services. So trying to get the word out on, on that as this is a, you know, a place to come and talk in person and socialize with, with others that are also looking to, to opt out and see how we could help each other and what services we could provide and let people come together and, and new ideas form, right? So we're only going to build this circular economy if we, if we take action to build it. Nobody's going to build it for us. Uh, you know, if you want, if you want to buy your goods, you want to buy your, your, your organic farm goods directly for the farm. Well, you may have to be the farmer that gets involved and does it and starts providing that to the community. You know, if you want to uh, get your car fixed by a Monero accepting mechanic, we, we got to get, we got to get them on board. Um, so trying to figure out how we can really in a real actionable way kind of integrate that more, you know, 
I know, I know. Sunita is dying right now. Oh my <laughs> god. Alright, so we'll, we'll continue, continue on the show. We may lose her. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Can we talk, can we talk about some like gratuitous news or your, your two? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna call Part it. of the problem is guys, I, I bought these for Monero today. Can I? Bought them for, Manor. bought them for Monero today. From somebody that was already onboarded to Monero from the last time I purchased it. And when I went to buy it again, he's got a little vending stand in, in Brooklyn, which, by the way, we're trying to get a bunch of vendors over there at Artist and Fleas in Williamsburg to do a day where they accept Monero for holiday shopping. Very, very close to making that happen. I bought various things off of different vendors, right? I bought Franya necklace. I bought, we bought soaps. We bought candles. Yeah, we, bought we slowly, we've been, I've been working the room there for, for months now. And, uh, now I've, I've been talking to the decision maker and trying to get them to put the word out to all the vendors because it's, it's a long process to onboard each individual vendor. So just trying to get them to kind of onboard all at once and we'll do a day where we go out. We'll do a meetup and anybody that's in the area that wants to come out, try to round up like 20 people and we come out and we'll spend Monero. They'll be everybody, all the vendors will have their, their Monero wallet and they'll be willing to accept, you know, sell, sell their, sell their wares for Monero. But, um, Nito, are you, you're right. You're, uh, what's going on with the plugs over there? Uh, my computer isn't charging. It's not charging. Why. Yeah, I don't know why. So how much time? I think she, I think she's seconds. faking it. She said, 35 five, seconds, 35 seconds. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta, and, any last words? I'm any hilarious. Last... I swear to God. See you in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to sabotage it. Really? We got 35 seconds? We got 35 seconds. No, I don't know why it's not charging. I mean, we have 35%, so it should be okay. But... What do you mean it's not charging? That's, that's I plugged bizarre. It in, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not me trying to sabotage. I think someone's out to get us. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, like, connect. I okay. Mean... So you keep working on that. I'll yes. keep covering some things. So yes. so that that's big. I'm working on that. Uh, hopefully, that will go down in, like, first week of December, being realistic, you know, because we're going down to Mexico. So that'd be cool. So we're going to try to do that. What else? What else? What else? Oh, and then the gratuitous. So I've been talking to an Amish farm where I've personally been ordering, uh, my, my meat and dairy from, including the dairy for my dogs and cats, raw, 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 some raw dairy items. We got them to agree to essentially accept Monero in a roundabout way. Uh, so I'm going to sell gift cards to their platform on gratuitous. So you can purchase them anonymously. Obviously, all we need is an email with Monero. And then you make an account on the Amish Farmers website. They have a pretty good website considering, uh, these guys don't use technology. It's an interest. I've learned a lot about the Amish actually. So I've been talking to this guy, uh, throughout the week. Uh, and he's essentially teamed up, they teamed up with somebody else that kind of runs the tech side of things. So I, I spoke to her as well. Ultimately, I might get them to integrate Monero right into their, their checkout. But for now, we're going to help them out with that. And it'd be very cool. So that, that's big. And then we're working directly with somebody from the Monero community from Tennessee that is trying to get, um, an egg subscription up and running. You could buy eggs off of this Amish farmer guy, but you know, we want to, the more the merrier. We want to keep adding eggs. And that one's going to be cool because that will be subscription based. So that is that. Sunita, I think, uh, I think we're ready to move on. How's it going? Did it work? Nope, it didn't work. I don't know. All right, well, whatever. That, that, that will, that will, 
It's your saving grace. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You you deserve it. You you deserve it. (laughs) All right. We could do uh, the price report. Body is here. Let's do it. Let's do it. So lots of... The Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer-to-peer. Hello, hello. Hello. Body, what's going on, man? Oh, not much. I just... um, Apparently, Mexico does our time change a bit differently because we're... Uh, central, but we're 6.30 right now, so I assume that we <laughs> we still had like 45 minutes to go. Oh, you guys Sorry already changed clocks there? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah we changed clocks right this midnight here. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I think that's the, like the best example of, you know, why government just causes problems. It's like <laughs> right? now yeah, changes. seriously. Like, they got to mess with our clocks, mess with our time, right? Like the sun rises and sets. They got to make it complicated. People get accustomed yep. to, to one way of life, and then the, then it's got to change for some, for some arbitrary reason. To, to keep save energy. To save energy. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. We, could, we should just stay in summer daylight savings all the time. Yeah, I think we're getting there in the States. I think I, I give it it's a couple more years, and that, that's going to be gone. I think there – I've heard there are quite a few – quite a lot of places doing that where they're just changing yeah. over to, to not doing it. Yeah, a lot of – yeah, it, it's happening. Too too much of this, you know. Too much, uh, too many missed appointments. <laughs> exactly. So what do you got? You know, man? Like, Obviously, an, another another big week in 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 price and the economy. This is uh. Yeah. So um. As good as it gets. Uh, you know, I have maybe I have fewer charts today than um, perhaps analysis, but uh, the big event in my mind this week that I've been waiting for was the Federal Reserve. I wanted to see uh, what they were going to say in their meeting. It, it wasn't so much the 75 basis points. Um, that was already priced in, but it was their forward guidance. Everyone like everyone was really high on the hopium saying, ah, oh, maybe the Fed will, um, you know, maybe they'll pivot or maybe they'll, they'll pause. Maybe they'll talk about pausing in January or something like that. But uh, Jay Powell just came out and laid the smack down on it. He said, nope, not going to happen. I, I did make that prediction last show, right? You, you did. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, I remember you were like, well, what's the chances that he doesn't do that? And yeah, like, well, yeah. Maybe. I mean, he's he's been very – they've been very matter-of-fact about what their agenda is, right, and what their mission is, and they've, they've stuck to it, you know? They're, it wasn't – it has been impressive. They – like, okay, they kind of mislead about – in certain areas, but in terms of them telling us what they're going to do, they've pretty much stuck to it. Yeah. So you know, at least we can at least we can respect that that they give so, us. So now, reason well, and, and then we have, we have inflation numbers coming out. I think next week. I'm sure you'll get into all of that. But yeah, take it away, man. Where where are we headed now? Well, right now, um, price actually looks pretty good, uh, believe it or not. So this is Bitcoin. This is the chart that I currently have drawn up. But essentially, we're we're kind of writing this uh, this. I, I mean, I would call it a bear flag. So this structure right here. Oh, you know, I remember looking at looking at the. Uh, the one from last week and realizing that YouTube doesn't always give us the greatest resolution. It doesn't give us the best um, clarity on some of these charts. So let me uh, zoom in. So hopefully it looks better. Um, okay. How, how does that look? Does that look any better for you guys? It's good for, yeah, that's pretty good for me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, you can see basically we, we came from the top. Uh, we had a bear flag drops. This isn't exactly a bear flag, but it's something kind of like that. We had another bear flag, and this is where I was really expecting to break down, and we didn't because the central banks came in and kind of saved things. <clears throat> but we're sort of in this secondary bear flag right here. So um, 
you know, if we break through this right here, man, that, that could be positive. I was really, I was really hoping to flip bullish. I was kind of hoping the Fed would give us something because now to me, this isn't entirely clear. Like this is not a bullish structure yet. It looks like maybe it wants to break, uh, in a bullish direction, but we still can't quite be sure of that. Um, so that's just Bitcoin. Uh, let's take a look at, uh, crypto total market cap. Let me, let me do some of my, um, I call this wave magic. Okay, so um, what we're looking at here is all the is a whole bunch of different moving averages overlaid, going from like the 10 candle moving average all the way up to like 5,000, which is the maximum that TradingView allows for. So essentially, we've we've kind of broken out of this range here. You can see that um, you know price was basically limited coming into this moving average. It's kind of stayed down, um, and now we've at least on total crypto market cap, things really have gone above the moving averages there. So again, this is positive, but I just I just have such a hard time with it, especially because um, stocks have significantly stocks are like they're, they're nowhere near where crypto is at right now. But uh, let's go ahead and take a look at Monero because um, Monero price action has been significantly stronger. It's interesting when the other cryptos break out, Monero doesn't break out as much. But when they crash, Monero really it holds its own. Our, our dominance has been has been going up for the entire bear market. So right here, kind of this area of moving averages would be a place to expect some resistance. Let's go ahead and take a look at Z scores as well. Z scores are kind of like um, RSI, but uh, they're they're kind of a more statistically way statistically appropriate way of, of doing it. I know I know people probably prefer RSI, but um, so Z scores basically ask. Um, how far are you away from the moving average in terms of standard deviation? Yes, yeah, so we've got positive momentum. These are good Z-scores right here. This area right here is zero. Yeah, so that dotted line is zero. And essentially, you can see that in June, we, we kind of bottomed. And then essentially, momentum has slowly been making its way up. Um, Z-scores are, are totally a momentum indicator. The other thing is we've got just a slight amount of divergence here. It's not huge but it is just a little bit so the thing is uh i'm i'm still not biting right here i'm I'm not biting because i'm not i i'm still not convinced that this is this price action is real oh this might be interesting to look at okay so this is um total market cap versus the stock market and you can see that um you know we've really been going on a, on a pretty big run here in terms of total crypto market cap so here's the top in uh last year in, in november and this is where we're at right now and price really has um, done significantly better than the stock market. Now, I, I still I, I am concerned and I, I'm not a buyer right here. And essentially, to me, it's it's a risk for reward calculation. Could we pump here? Could we go up there? There really is a strong possibility that could happen. But at the same time, because of the way that the economic um, situation is unfolding, where the Fed is saying, hey, not only are we not going to pause the rate hikes. In fact, they said um, it's, it's premature to be talking about doing that. Then they said, we're, we're probably going to raise rates higher than we initially anticipated. And then here's the clincher. They and said longer. that, what's that? And longer, right? Higher and longer. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they said it could be, it could be longer. They're not quite sure how long they need to do it. They, he said that, um, that even though the supply chain has gotten more or less back, um, back to how it was, or at least improved significantly, you know, Jay Powell's like, well, there's still a lot of inflation. And here's the kicker. What they said is that they're going to err on the side of over-tightening because their logic is that, listen, every time that we've dropped rates in the last, like, say, five years, um, and especially in 2020 for the COVID crash, Jay Powell was like, we can drop rates and we can start asset purchases and we can immediately recover the financial sector if we over-tighten. He said, but the problem is if we let inflation get too far ahead of us, that's going to be a really hard problem to fix. So they said that they're going to they're going to err on the side of over-tightening. Um, and then if they need to, they can lower rates, and we've seen that, that that will recover the economy. 
or at least the financial sector. Another thing that um, he brought out that I thought was really interesting was um, so so lately I've had this thesis that, um, you know, the market has been kind of learning. So back in the 80s and 90s, the Fed would change policy. Uh, and then maybe three to six months later that those those rate hikes or, or the really say the changes in interest rate would filter down to the rest of the economy. But what we saw around 2015, 2019 was that as soon as the Fed would change monetary policy, the markets would respond. So like when the Fed stopped asset purchases in, uh, in 2015, the market, it didn't roll over, but it flattened out. And then in 2018, 2019, the bottom of that pullback was the moment that Fed's, the Fed stopped raising rates. And so the thing that Jay Powell said is that, now what we're seeing is that the market is acting in anticipation of the forward guidance. So it used to be that the market would respond to what the Fed did a few months after the fact. And then in 2015, roundabouts, uh, the, the market was just doing exactly, it was lockstep with the Fed. But now the market moves just on the, on the anticipation of what the forward guidance might be. Um, so it seems like the Fed is acutely aware of these things happening. And so to me that we look at the situation going to next year and I think, man, that's, that's a lot of, um, you know, those rate hikes make leverage more difficult to continue, right? You have to pay an interest rate on leverage on the money you borrow to, to make these bets. Um, they're still selling off their balance sheet. Uh, we still see um, reverse repos are still pretty pretty flat, but they're um, – but anyways, reverse repos are, are basically flat right now. So it's just, you know, going into next year, I think to myself, okay, if I'm wrong – or it wouldn't really be wrong here because I'm kind of 50-50. I'm not a bull. I'm not a bear. I'm just neutral right now. But if we pump and I decide not to buy, I think it's very, very likely that at some point next year, I'm going to have the opportunity to rebuy around these prices. But the problem is that maybe this pump isn't real, right? Maybe this is kind of just like trying to trap some some bulls because um, it seems like a lot of people are getting bullish now. And I what I don't want is to have done such a good do- job, sold the top, and then I'm patiently waiting here and then to um, – you know, let the FOMO get the best of me and then watch the market drop back to 16, maybe 14,000. So to me, it's kind of a risk to reward thing. Um, but, but there really is probably a lot of opportunity. There, there really might be an opportunity for people to make some money here. Let's see. Okay. So these are the Fed's reverse repo purchases. Essentially, this is about two trillion, two point two trillion dollars of cash just sitting with the Fed. Um, that's liquid. These guys, it, it only sits overnight. So the people whose money this is, basically institutions, they have very quick access to this cash. To me, once we start seeing, you know, if we start seeing this trend down, that's a really good sign that we might actually be getting out of this, um, out of this bear market. Let's see. Oh, here's a, another thing I, I really wanted to show you guys today. This is a regression analysis. This is the thing, one of the big things that helped me to call the top at uh, last year in 20, uh, 2021. So essentially you're just taking uh, at least the top line. So you're taking this point here, that blow off top, this blow off top, and this one. And you're drawing like a mathematically, like a statistically provable best fit line through all of these lines. And I think I showed you guys this last week. I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, we sure. essentially, yeah, yeah, so we hit this within like a percent. So mm-hmm. now the thing, that, now the bottom equation is more difficult. It's a lot harder to um, to come up with that one because you could just drop these four points into a spreadsheet and, um, and, and it's going to spit out a really easy equation. But the bottom one is more complex, and you have to do quite a few more checks. Um, so I I delayed doing that for quite a while. But So essentially, this yellow line is kind of the first capitulation, and then the red line is the second capitulation. It's like the ultimate low. So the thing is, we're, we're kind of in between this zone right here now. What I'm thinking could happen is something very similar to what happened in 2015. So we came down, we hit the bottom, and we spent almost an entire year just hanging out down here. I think that's very likely in the cards for us. Like, if we don't make a a lower low, 
I think that Bitcoin is very likely just going to kind of um, trend trend on the bottom here. So it's totally possible right now, for example, that that maybe I'm going to draw some squiggles. These are very dubious. You know, don't trust them <laughs> at all. But, you know, maybe we do something like this where price kind of does this and then it comes back down. And then maybe sometime next year uh, we do that or it could even happen a little bit further down. Um, what, what, what price perhaps, would you put us at for the bottom over there in your squiggle line? Oh, uh, right there, that would be like 17,000. So, you know, basically just the same low. Right, right. now, it's sitting at like almost 14,000. Um, if we were to just crash tomorrow, let's do a little overlay just to, just to see what this bear market looks like. These are also highly dubious. It's called a bars pattern or some people will call it a fractal. It's, it's useful just to kind of get an idea for how maybe the market might rhyme. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, so hypothetically, let's suppose that was the bottom, right? Let's just line up that bottom area right there. I don't know. I mean, I guess it has been quite a long time there. I think I did something wrong. I don't think I did that right. Mm-hmm. I think I did something wrong. So is that January 2015, August? Yeah, I don't know. We kind of have been – how many – let's just do a measurement. How many candles is that? That would be 33 bars. Okay. Maybe I did the extension wrong. So if we go 33 bars from there, that would be, that would be, wow, that can't be right. Something, something isn't right here. Maybe, maybe it is. Okay, there we go. February 2023. Yeah, okay, that's right. So, so I don't know. Maybe we could chop even longer than we did in 2014. It's, but essentially I'm still kind of banking on touching this red line at some point. It could be next year. Maybe it could be the end of next year. And maybe it's, maybe it happens at like 20,000 or 18,000. Uh, but anyway, so the reason I'm personally not a buyer here on most cryptocurrencies is, um, it's just the risk to reward doesn't look great to me. Um, but at least in terms of Monero, I mean, I, I love Monero. I use Monero. I'm always going to have some, even if we're in a bear market. I still have a, a pretty nice, um, a pretty nice stash. So, but I guess that's about all I have for you guys today. Nothing, nothing awesome. extraordinary. So obviously the, um, the inflation, there's inflation numbers coming in this week, right? Like, um, core inflation. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I didn't realize that. I need to check my calendar. So that, that should um, be, that should be interesting. That was, I'm not sure if that's going to affect the markets too much. It, it might. Well, I, mean, I guess if we see, if they, if they, you know, if it looks like inflation hasn't peaked yet, then I guess that would just, you know, even make things more hawkish, right? Yeah. So here's the inflation, um, the inflation numbers. Uh, core is in blue. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, white is the year over year CPI. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the producer price index there. Okay. So yeah, core is in blue. CPI is in white. I would say that, so right now to me, the bias, the bias on all the markets to me looks positive. People want the market to go up. Like even though the Fed tried to put the smack down on people, the market was still like, oh, I don't know, let's try and pump anyways. Right. Uh, so if we get good numbers on the CPI here, I would say look for a pump. If it comes down even just a little bit, that that could definitely give us uh, a pump. Now, if it goes up in combination with what the Fed said this, this past week, it, it might end up being problematic for the markets. Well, the, the jobs report, right? I mean, the jobs numbers are still really good, right? So it just gives the Fed so much leeway to just continue to smack the market, you know, smack everything down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised that, that crypto held up as well as it did. Like, so, so, uh, yeah. the stock market came down significantly, but crypto, um, yeah, but crypto, I'm really well. 
you, so do you think crypto is lagging or it's leading? Man, I don't know. I think I kind of get the feeling that – so there's kind of this narrative starting to float around that um, crypto is going to diverge from the stock market, and that's going to be the bottom of the bear market, and crypto is right. going to lead everything out of, the, out of the bear market and into the new bull. Now, because money is inherently uh, like a social construct, it, you know, cryptocurrencies, as we have seen, have, can be very susceptible to narratives. And narratives in the hands of millions of people can really create a market to be, to actually just become that reality. And I even have friends that they'll, like, they'll shamelessly admit that, uh, that they are manufacturing narratives. They want to try and make the reality. So, but it is possible that, um, sometimes some, some of these hedge funds, these market makers, they can sort of help that reality along, right? They can, they can sort of push things, um, in that direction. Yeah, so wherever their money is, that's going to affect their predictions, obviously. I mean, we're, we're all guilty of that, right? I mean, we, we, we try to predict oh, yeah. as, um, some don't even, but yeah, go ahead. No, it's, I mean, that's, that's, uh, it, but you know, I mean, we, we do the same thing too in Monero. We're not entirely, um, innocent ourselves. Yeah. No, uh, Nightmare, Nightmare's got some good, yeah, he thinks after the election, you know, the market is going to, is going to crash, right? So it's like being suspended, suspended right now because things are kind of on hold. That's on. a possibility for sure. I tend to agree with that uh, as, a, as a high high likelihood. Of that's kind of like what's keeping things propped up right now. Yeah. And then it's interesting too the you know what it means in terms of you know regulation, right? So we have basically a, a new government coming into place here in the, in the states to, to some degree, right? It's going to be it's going to be different than it was. Obviously, Biden's still going to be there, but. Uh, the makeup of yeah, the seems house like, and, uh, and the, and the yeah, Senate would be different. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's, that's interesting, right? So like what the election is gonna, what the effect of the election is gonna be on crypto in terms of regulation and stuff, right? So are they gonna, you know, are, are, are certain bills now gonna be, are more likely to pass that weren't, maybe necessarily weren't as likely? Will that affect, you know, the, the price of crypto? Is it, is it Yeah, that's a good question. Price? Yeah. I mean, we've got, um, it seems like the Republicans have really become, uh, more, more and more friends of crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a lot of people, a lot of institutions that would like to play more in crypto, but the lack of regulation. Now I'm like basically totally against regulation, but, um, you know, that could be positive for price if they pass friendly regulation that, they, that says, Hey, institutions, y'all are free to go play with crypto in these ways. That all that stuff takes years though. Like, Maybe next year we would see some bills being proposed, being passed. But if the Republicans do that from like from the Senate uh, or from the House, really, you're, it seems like with the way things are so contentious that the Democrats are going to be like, no, it's you know the crypto scam stuff, and we've got to block it. And Biden will he'll you know he'll he'll choose not to sign the bill. So I, I don't know. I guess we have to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the things like I'm most interested in, and I think we have it in the news. Like they uh, they recently had a ransomware summit the white house so things like that oh, wow. are, start, are starting to move right and and they're calling out cryptos in there and they're they're talking about the need to uh globally clamp down on kyc aml for for crypto so i don't know i don't know yeah republicans seem to definitely be more pro crypto in general but i also in terms of where they stand with things like ransomware and funding terror you know the the the, the fact that you know crypto could be used to fund terrorism things like that it's kind of we'll we'll, we'll kind of see where people end up standing on those issues you know 
Yeah, I mean they love to grandstand. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's always that. Dude, thank, thank you so we... much. We uh, we're actually quickly running out of power over here, so Nina wasn't able. I to don't get know the... what happened. It, I think the it, adapter it, is messed it, up. It knows, oh, your, it knows your computer is trying it's to save you. It's trying to take care of me. You know, <laughs> Sunita's running out of battery too. <laughs> I am running out of battery. <laughs> okay. I'm slowly disappearing. All right, guys. Well, uh, it was uh, it was a good time. Look forward thank to talking you. with y'all. Hopefully Thursday next week. Yeah, definitely. Dude, can, yeah, cannot awesome. wait to meet yeah. you and, and hang out. I mean, obviously we met before, but cannot wait to see you again in person. Very yeah, much. Awesome. Likewise. Excited about it. All right. Cool. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Right. You too. Bye. Yes, yeah, so we got like at least five. We got, we like got 11 percent showing up. At, yeah. Uh, you know, okay. Let's thing. let's let's focus here, my friend. Yeah, right. We got 11 percent on this laptop. 11 percent. So we'll choose. Let's see. Tony usually guess. takes about three hours yeah, for the news. So. <laughs> We'll probably get in through like. Come on. Well, our guest well, never showed. So everything's working out to your favor tonight. Seriously, the universe is um, on my side today. He might have been, cause usually you partake in helping schedule the guests. Maybe I didn't. You probably did explain a terrible job. Well you were like, oh yes, please come on. He's in Europe, like, but he seemed to be fine with the fact that it was at 8 p.m. tonight, which oh. would be super late, but he's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> maybe he oh, thought so I met maybe another he thought, day. Yeah, you probably thought. Yeah, definitely. That's so. Funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, we'll have him on another day. Just works out for all the better because we don't have enough time. So let's yeah. we'll go to the news. Let's go to let's the do news. It on 2X. Tony, 2X Tony, you want to jump on? <laughs> well, right now we have Monero Boating is here. Maybe he could be our little old man. And I know some people wanted to, to jump on stage at the end and uh, talk about some stuff. So uh, hopefully we, we get some battery left for that. Oh, God. Well, we're waiting for Tony here. Oh, no, Monero Boating. <laughs> Tony said he thought it was 6 p.m. Is that, is he referring to our guest? I don't know. No. Um, or maybe he's referring to. Oh wait, there's Tony. There's Tony. Tony! Go Tony. Go Tony. Hold on, let me do a little <laughs> intro here. Weekly news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now for our weekly news segment. It's to be changed. That needs to be like Tony, like it needs to be like a mini We're clip of Tony in the news. Yes. Tony, we, we need to make that. We need to make All it right, good. All right, we got 10%. Stop. Hold on. Go I gotta, Tony. I gotta get this thought out. We need to make a good oh news God. intro with you, Tony in the news. Yes. We will. Yeah. Yeah, and me getting beaten by people that don't have the same beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> and the news right, section. Go. Okay, go. okay. Okay, go. hey guys. Uh, let's get into it. So, it's gonna be <laughs> faster than usual, but, so for the first thing, President Biden said that Elon Musk bought an outfit that spews lies all across the world. Now, of course, he's not known for spewing lines, as uh, spewing lie, sorry. And, um, you know, he's known for crashing bikes and the economy, and he's all out of bikes. So he's going to focus on the economy more. And yeah, it's just, what? Like, why, why would he say that? Especially because he himself is lying so much about inflation numbers and all these things, like, as we know. Um, so it's just interesting that he said that. But moving on and uh, talking about Elon Musk, He's going to charge $8 for the verification badge that he have on, on Twitter, which some people agree with, some people don't. I'm not sure if it's going to fix all the problems that we have. Some people claim that Twitter wouldn't verify them, but then if they talk to some people from the inside and paid like uh, $15,000, then they would get verified. Uh, and there are some big names, names that said that, so uh, I'm not sure what's if it's going to fix the situation, what's going to happen? But it's it's uh, interesting, and it got a lot of attention, and it went down for twenty from twenty dollars to to eight, so it's not that bad. And it's going to be adjusted to you know people's 
location and where they live. So it's so it's uh, accommodating to their economy because for some people, eight dollars is too much. Tony, can can you hear me? Because I just almost accidentally unplugged everything. Yeah, I can. I okay, can. Good to you. Yeah. Can you hear me? It's good. Yep. Yeah, 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 we good, we good, we good. Yeah, but the uh, the validate it's uh, I don't even understand that man. I don't understand the asking people to pay eight dollars when anybody can just verify themselves now with eight bucks. Like it doesn't solve the problem, right? And and now you have you seen some of the people that have already like. Use their blue check mark to change their name to Elon Musk and tweet out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Donald Trump and... Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I have a blue check mark account. I'm like the only idiot who has a blue check mark account. I don't use it from when I ran for election. Yeah, I've seen my other account. Like, what am I doing? I didn't know it was that rare. I don't even get the... Like, it, it should just be based on, you know, like, amount of followers you have, and you could kind of tell if it's the real person or not. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it, it, it kind of sorts mm-hmm. itself out. The $8, it just, it's, mm-hmm. it se- seems like, uh, it seems like Elon is just trying to tank Twitter. <laughs> like he's like pissed off that he got stuck <laughs> with it. And he's just like, ra- he's just like raging out. He's like, fuck all of you. <laughs> and he's just messing with it. I think he'll come back around and then he'll, they'll fix it all up. But I think he's literally just having a moment right now is, is kind of my take on this situation. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but it's, he's having fun, at least, you know, some fun. Twitter, he, he changed his description to Twitter complaint hotline operator. <laughs> the eight bucks a month is worth it for Elon Musk entertainment, to be honest. The guy is highly entertaining, I think. Oh, for well, sure. I, I feel like people are getting a little, a little sick of his, uh, his shtick, though. Okay, we're at 7%. All right, go ahead. Okay, 7% yeah. moving on. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess um, we should go over the text-based news, and then we'll go back to the videos if we have time. Yeah, for those that are listening, all the, the links are in the description, so you know, if the stream dies Go, down, Tony, go. go. Okay, okay, okay. But I, I have to play this later. Like, it's really good. But Turkey is closing in on 200% inflation. Uh, the President Erdogan gives his people always more reasons to opt for Bitcoin, according to Sylvain Saurel. But essentially, authorities speak of uh, an inflation level to 85%. But it's obviously way and beyond that. It's more close to uh, 200%. And uh, they're obviously lying about about the metrics, like they are here as well. There's no way that is the level that they're talking about, which is 8% or whatever. But yeah, the food prices went up. Um, everything went up. And the Turkish lira is on a huge decline since 2019, I believe. And then this article goes into into more detail. But now let's move on. Let's keep it going. Uh, they want to declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. Now, they shut down your business. They shut down schools. They've done all the things. They wouldn't let you see your family members when they were in the hospital dying. They wouldn't let you do a lot of things. But now they want to declare amnesty. They want you to forget everything that happened. Like, you know, like kids, for example, like this kid specifically, it's a kid. They can't stand still. And obviously, you know, they'll get nosebleed from the nasal swabs from COVID and things like that. But I mean, this is the least thing that would, would, would happen. There's way worse occurrences from, from the pandemic. But yeah, there's not going to be any amnesty. We're, we will not forget. We will not forgive. And we are going to use Monero. Because it goes against this amnesty that they're talking about. And yeah, we could talk I mean, about this for a long time. 
I got the power up and running, so we can talk about it for a long time. Yeah, we're we're back in action. Oh, you do? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. I don't know. I don't know about Sunita's power though, so so we won't go too long. But yeah, the Odyssey thing. Obviously, forgive, right? We we got to forgive, right? It's the only way we Mm -hmm. move forward. We forgive people, but we we don't let them forget, you know, what they Mm -hmm. did, and and they need to they need to admit that it was wrong. You know, they need to come to terms on their end and start. More people need to start admitting that they were on the side of tyranny, which is a hard, a hard thing to hard pill to swallow. But yeah. So if that's what they mean by that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all fine with forgiving as long as people started admitting that they, that they were wrong and they were on the wrong side. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen because, um, <laughs> they, they won't admit their own lies. They, it's always the other person. So. It's happening. People are realizing. People are realizing. It's just, you know, it's it's the human nature. It's human condition, right? So people need to uh-huh. come to it on their own terms. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like trying to convince a BTC maxi, you know, mm-hmm. that Bitcoin is in private, right? Some, some you could yell at them all day. You can show them the facts. You can show them everything. But it, it at the end of the day, people need to come to it on their own terms. And I do I do think that's that's starting to happen, which is a good thing. I mean, like I said, look at here in New York. They're about to elect a Republican governor in a state that has 200 million more Democrats. Uh, that's, that's in nice. Case people are, are, people's hearts and minds are, are, are changing, which is mm-hmm. urging to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Beautifully, beautifully said. But then let, let's talk about talking about politicians and things like that. Let's actually play this video. We have played it last time and it's about, uh, Rishi and the CBDC. But this one is two minutes long and we'll play the whole thing because it's really worth it. In this specific video, we have Russell Brand and his take on it. And it's really entertaining. Plus, I mean, he's very aware of a lot of things. Okay, so let's watch uh, this video. Central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote. <laughs> I like it because that's we've got a broad concept. Uh, hmm, what if this person's an idiot? Which we think that they are. It's like a digital penny for your digital money box for your digital shithole that you live in. You will own nothing. You will be happy. It could be used alongside physical notes and coins. For now, till we phase them out, if you start any little trucker protests, oh, where's my money gone? The digital piggy bank is broken, I'm afraid. Start being a bit more cooperative. Unlike most of the digital money people use daily today, it would be issued directly by a central bank like the Bank of England in the UK. That's good, a central bank. Nothing wrong with centralised authority, centralised power, globalist decrees coming down from on high, avoiding democracy. That's exactly what we want. Keep talking. And governments and central banks across the world are working together. Oh, really? They're working together? Well, that's just <laughs> such great news. The IMF, the World Bank. Why don't we involve the WEF and the WHO? <laughs> what we need are unelected global bodies that have been able to co-opt political power, respond to financial power, and ignore and oppress ordinary people. Whether it's the recent medical emergency or the cost of living crisis, we're seeing the benefits all around us. I can't wait for your next policy. You're going to take our money now. This is great. Looking into what having a digital currency might mean in practice. I think I know what it means in practice. More power for you, no power for us. This includes (laughs) issues that people care about, such as ensuring users' money would be safe and secure, that it could work with other ways to pay, would be energy efficient. It's got to be energy efficient. I was about to say, is it energy efficient? 
Is it energy efficient? <laughs> I've got to make sure. Oh, few other questions. You wouldn't use this ever, would you, to implement control or to advance social credit type systems or to <laughs> shut down the bank accounts of people you disagree with or to surveil people and have a surveillance network that you've developed in conjunction with big tech and now a financial arm that you're developing so that you can lock step together and gridlock us in a digital prison of surveillance security. That's just, just off the top of my head. <laughs> that was the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> freaking genius, man! He's such a good, I love him. such a good communicator. And mm-hmm. his, 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 I love his brain, man. I love the way that guy's brain works. I love. Him. He's so funny. He and he was. He's so aware of what's going on, and he was so on point. So I was so happy when I saw this video, and I said, "We have to play it." Uh, I'm lighting this up in in honor of him. I can't see. Ah, oh, okay. Can hear what? Okay. Did you get it from the Coconuts guy cousin or? <laughs> no, I got this in New York today. I know, I know, yeah. I know. The Coconuts okay. guy. <laughs> that was last time. That was last time. No, he's he's down in Miami. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he yeah, so he's he's super super interesting. But uh, let's talk about um, David Ike. I've been listening to David Ike for a long time, and I don't believe in all the things that he says. He does talk about reptilians and some other stuff. But he's now deemed a level three terrorist. He hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't done anything. But just speak up his mind. Which you could shut off, right? But he's been saying a lot of things about COVID before it happened. And all all those things did happen. And now he's talking about Netherlands. But I'm pretty sure, even if you do want to have him for Monerotopia, which I think he would be really incredible, we couldn't. Because he's pretty much... I mean, prohibited from going to any country. <laughs> I don't know about much about this. What, what's going on? What, what happened? What do you do? I mean, he, I'll, I'll play this video, but he, he's been talking about the government for a long time, like decades, and just exposing what they do. And it's, it seems like whatever he's been saying is starting to be true. He's been talking about, you know, those uh, credit systems, social credit systems mm-hmm. and, you know, the vaccines and all these things. And um, I was listening to him be- before COVID, and he would explain what is going to happen, and exactly that happened. And um, yeah, let's play this video. It's just one minute, so it's really interesting. Has the Dutch government, a guy called Rutter, the prime minister, completely owned by the World Economic Forum, and, uh, Klaus Schwab, why has he just announced that the Netherlands, the second biggest exporter of food in the world, is targeting farmers to destroy them and get them off the land, which is where all these farming protests in the Netherlands have come from. At a time of food shortages and supply chain problems, you are targeting the second biggest exporter of food in the bloody world to destroy its farming base. Why are you doing that? If people depend on you for what's left of the food, you control them. Where food is abundant and cheap, you do not control them. Where energy is cheap and abundant, you do not control them. Scarcity equals dependency equals control. And that's why they're targeting the food chain, they're targeting the energy supply, they're targeting everything. There we go. It's hard to uh, argue with that. Yeah, you can't say anything. I mean, who knows, maybe... One day it's going to be so bad that 
gratuitous is going to be the second largest distributor of food <laughs> around the world. Dude, I, for I, I, hear about, I hear about it all the time. <laughs> I'm thinking big with this, but you know, it's, you should, we have should. to, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's scary though, man. Cause these aren't, it's yeah. not theoretical. We're watching it in real time. We're watching it in real time. We're not mm-hmm. theorizing. Oh, they may start to do these things. They're doing them. They're doing them. They're taking actions. They've taken actions and they're taking more. They have. And all this stuff, like all this level of control has been happening before. Like we had communism. Just look at that. Read some history books, you know? For right. Wasn't that people. long. Really was not that long ago at all. Was not that It long wasn't. Ago. Like we had, yeah. I'm going to look it up real quick. First in Romanian, Romanian, and then I'll translate. I mean, we obviously still have it now, right? In, in certain parts of the world. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Eastern, Eastern Europe, you know, Poland, man. Yeah. Like, Poland was, was, was hardcore communist. I mean, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. And so were we. Like this, this little paper, this is a non-digital form of CBDC. What is it asking for? So this used to be a ticket for bread. Oh shit. It asks for your name, last name, where you live, your ID number, the name of the place that you got the bread from, how much bread did you get, how many grams did you get? And your signature, and you will go every day. And you'll be assigned only so much. It asks for everything. So we've had CBDC. <laughs> we have, we've had CBDCs before. <laughs> time, time is of the essence. We got, the circular economy, uh, is going to start to grow out of, out of real need. It's, it's mm-hmm. happening. It is happening, but it's not happening with Cash App, <laughs> is it? Because they're censoring Bitcoin transactions to wallets of Cuban residents due to sanctions. Is a, I use the reports. Uh, not your keys, not your coins. And I think someone wrote down that it's happening in Iran as well, which I think it is. But so you could have Bitcoin, but if it's in such an app, in a centralized app like Cash App, it doesn't matter. It's literally as if you had dollars, right? Yeah, it's, it's like you're using a Venmo account at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, but maybe... I mean, so, so that's, I mean, this is no surprise though, right? All these guys are going to be doing this. It's just, it's just a wake up call that people need to realize that they need to, you know, use pure, pure, pure wallets, you know, that we, that, mm-hmm. that information needs to get out there. And the wallets are convenient enough now where it doesn't make, you know, you sh- why not use Monero.com wallet or Cake wallet? Like to, the just... jump between that and Venmo is so small. When I went and I made th- this purchase today, like I said, the guy I had already set him up with Monero.com wallet like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I made a purchase then. And when I walked in today, he recognized me right away. And, uh, he, he, he put out his wallet and he wanted, he wanted the Monero. He wanted the Monero. And he's like, hey man, he's like, it worked. I was like, what worked? He's like, it worked. He's like, I was able to buy, you know, buy a gift card with it. And I went to, uh, I think he said he went to Applebee's and he like feasted. I was like, oh man, I was like, that's awesome. I'm like, but you should also, you know, save some. I'm like, it's, uh, you know, learn about Monero. I'm like, I love that you're using it though. That's amazing. Like that was, that was amazing that he did that. And then I sent, I sent him, th- you know, whatever it was, you know, another couple of bucks for my purchase today. And, uh, I reiterated the fact that the most amazing part is when I send you this, this Monero, nobody knows, man. It's not Venmo, mm-hmm. not Venmo. And like, I, I see, you see the eyes like click, like it is cash, man. So it's, we're, we're right there. So it's mm-hmm. let, let the cash apps, please, please keep doing more of this, right? Please keep doing more of this 
So people wake the fuck up and they are, you know, they move over to something like, like a Monero.com that might be slightly less convenient, but really not anymore. And you're going to get, you know, liberty alongside it. So I think, I think mm-hmm. that's good news. That's bullish news for, for Monero. As that always. is bullish. Anything that is bad is bullish for Monero, unfortunately. <laughs> if you, yeah. you know, but also like you can also say, Hey, do you know that if, if you get over $600 in cash up, you need to pay taxes? No, that's, that's what I told the guy today. I'm like, it's like, I'm like, you know, Venmo sends you a or Venmo, ta- yeah, yeah. tax form at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So with Monero, doesn't have to be that way. But yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about compliance since we just talked about it. And let's talk about, uh, Ethereum. So Ethereum is quite literally an arm's length away from becoming 100% owned by OFAC. And essentially, the validators censoring transactions uh, can decide to no longer build on blocks that, or will only build on blocks that are OFAC compliant, right? If it's not OFAC compliant, if it doesn't comply, we don't want it, essentially. And the longest valid chain would no longer be censorship resistant. So Ethereum equals OFAC coin. And if you just look at the numbers, 14% are not OFAC compliant, and then 72% are OFAC compliant. And the merge is not, it's not old, you know? I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, what I'm, oh, sorry, what I'm trying to say is that it's, it's new, you know? So it's, um, sorry, I got distracted by someone in the comments. Um, it's new, like it just happened. And we're already seeing this, these numbers, these high numbers. So it's going to be more and more OFAC compliant over time. So it's interesting to see. <laughs> I like South Padre Tony. T- tickle the like button. No, I know that's that's why I got distracted. I was thinking about something, and then I actually saw South Padre's. I, I did hit a like right now, and then that's why like I couldn't think for like two, ten seconds. Cause I have the chat to my yes. side. Yeah, give it a like if you like it. If you don't, then don't, I guess. But if you do, it helps a lot. So like it. But yeah, so it'd be cool to have someone from the Ethereum community talk about this. Um, yeah, we're, we're working on that. We're trying to get somebody to do a Monero talk on this. Awesome. Like, uh, we, like we spoke about last week, right? This is really interesting because, um, Ethereum is, is changing and it's, it, I, I think is kind of edging into Bitcoin's use case as the number go up coin mm-hmm. because it's even being even more compliant and, you know, it's being, it's <clears throat> even more amenable to the powers that be and, that's part of why Bitcoin is succeeding in the number go up territory, right? They're, they're not adding privacy on the protocol level. They're not taking steps that are making it more disruptive. And because of that, it, it helps the number go up, but it, you know, liberty go down. It's like, so Ethereum seems to be taking the same path. Plus with the, you know, my understanding this, you know, obviously you have, um, the proof of stake, right? So coins getting locked up with that. And then just with the fact that DeFi is on top of it. I, I'm starting to sound like a Monero, uh, an Ethereum bull. I, I realize as I speak, I mean, if you're, if you want to go down that road of number go up, it's like, I would think people would start to look more at Ethereum. And then, so then what is Bitcoin then? All right. Well, it's, uh, it's censorship resistant. It's digital. Ca- oh, no, no, it's not. It's mm-hmm. not. If you're, if you're going for that use case, then you're using Monero. So it's like, it's kind of, I, in my opinion, edging into, to Bitcoin's territory in terms of what it, really is in terms of the uh the number go upside in my, in my opinion and yeah maybe we'll see a flipping one day who knows 
Yeah. I've seen a post, someone posted that like 70, 70 percent of the coins of, of bitcoins haven't moved in six months. And for a true digital cash, that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> there should be a lot of coins moving around, you know? I mean, right. it's not the incentive isn't to use. There's no reason yeah. to use. Why, why are you going to go? Oh, let, let me go use this thing that I'm hoping goes up in value. And when I do use it, it's worse than using you know, a credit card potentially in terms of, uh, how, how, how viewable my track transactions become. Like there's no, there's no <laughs> reason to use, to transact with Bitcoin. The only reason is, all right, censorship resistant. Like you had, like it's like a, a do or die transaction. And like, why, why would you go that route? And you mm-hmm. see people, yeah, I don't know. So I, I just don't know where. We talked about that in the, in the guy I interviewed this week, um, in our talk. That was a big part of the show, but yeah, that's, that's my theory. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a bit extreme, but, uh, I don't own any Ethereum. I remember when Ethereum, you know, the pre, the pre-launch when they, when you could buy, you were able to buy, I think 2000 Ethereum for one Bitcoin at the time, which was $300. And this is when I was like really a BTC maxi and, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, but this is when I was starting to like, like, but accumulate as many Bitcoin as I could, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm like, I'm not going to spend one of my valuable Bitcoin on that. Like I would, I would never. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sure enough, man. They, they, you know, Ethereum, you, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta give it some credit. And like people making the argument that Bitcoin is, is more censorship resistant. It's easier to run a node. What we've learned with, with Bitcoin and the fact that its number go up, it's like people just start to overlook those things, right? Mm-hmm. And they start to not like the decentralization aspects of it and stuff end up not mattering as much. So mm-hmm. I don't know that that's, that's my, my long-term theory, which I think is very bullish for Monero because then that places Monero as the thing that's used for what Bitcoin was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And. I know you you say sometimes that if Monero hits a thousand dollars, that you know whatever you know, whatever you're gonna do, a big party or something like that. But I think one thousand dollars is really nothing, really nothing. Oh yeah, that's just the beginning. Yeah, that's absolute beginning. And you know that you know it's a good way to make some money as well, of course, if you're willing to do that. But yeah, I mean, a thousand dollars is gonna be absolutely nothing. But I don't know why, because these people are so smart. Like, Vitalik is such a smart guy. Like, he made Ethereum when he was 19. <laughs> you oh, know? Like, yeah, that guy, is, he's insane. He's insane. He's a genius, you know? And, you know, he was writing about Bitcoin so early in such a detailed way and so showed so much under... He was explaining Bitcoin to everybody back in the day. That's like, that was his original claim to fame. You know, he worked for Bitcoin Magazine, right? He was like one of the reporters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then he invented Ethereum, man. And, uh, you know, it's people, people couldn't conceive of it potentially working. And it's, 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 what is it perfect? No, but it's what we're learning is, you know, they, these things don't have to truly, uh, follow the most ideal thing for them to, for some reason, be, you know, it's, it's serving a different use case, it's serving a different use case. Mm-hmm. It's semi. It's semi uncorruptible. It's not, it's not pure like Monero. That's the Monero thing, but it's mm-hmm. serving a purpose, uh, in, in the decisions it's made. And it seems to be edging into the Bitcoin's purpose, in my opinion, in terms of the number go upside. I think so as well, but I don't know. I've, I really feel like he's a 
genuine person. So I'm, I'm really curious what his, you know, where Ethereum is going to be in a year or what's going to happen. Uh, but what I do agree is that we should abolish daylight savings. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think, I think Ethereum fucking sucks fundamentally in terms of the fact that it is grabbing hold as number go up because we're going to have this thing that can be, you know, controlled by governments that's going to gain network effect and maybe Mm -hmm. global utility. That's Mm -hmm. horrible. That sucks. Yeah. But Monero will also be one for different use cases. And maybe, maybe eventually, uh, you know, layers get built on top of Monero that ends up, you know, where you could do the things that you're doing on Ethereum on Monero and that, you know, happens down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. So there's so many things, but yeah, Doug said about, you know, we talked about basically proof of stake, but if you're still into proof of work and you're into Bitcoin, you can go to Walmart and I'll give you two options. You can go to Walmart and get yourself a Bitcoin miner. You can get this one for $6,000. It will give you 104 terawatts per, terahashes, sorry, terahashes per second. It's a Bitmain and miner S19J Pro. Looks pretty big. So you can get that. Or what you can do, you can type in AMD MD9 CPU. And ladies and gentlemen, you can buy yourself a CPU and mine some Monero. For way cheaper. <laughs> you can get yourself a couple CPUs, get yourself a couple GPUs, and you're set to go. Or you can buy the end miner as well. Whatever you choose. Um, but I think, I think it's interesting that they sell it in Walmart. I think it's interesting. That's, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, it's obviously not, I can't imagine it's, Right, the most efficient way to get involved in crypto is to buy. I mean, what? Yeah, what are the what are the price like? What are they? The value is it? Is it a? If you wanted to get into to mining Bitcoin, is there any value there in buying one of these? Is is it already outdated? It's got to be, obviously, right? It's a good question. I'm not sure how much. I, I don't follow Bitcoin. Like, what is the latest and greatest ASIC? And I can't imagine. It's got to be like, right? It's got to be like a, a hard <laughs> buy. There's no way. Yeah. I don't think this is enough, you know, because you also, well, you need to account for they're your... Trying, they're trying to pretend like they're already at the commodity stage and they're just not. Like, that may happen in the future where an ASIC essentially is, is as commoditized as a CPU, but there's, there's just no way. Which is funny, which is what the point you're making, right? Like, so Monero's already there. It's called a CPU, people. We, you know, just buy one and you're, you're there. You don't need to buy specialized, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Plus, like, this thing makes a lot of noise. <laughs> Like it makes a lot of noise. The CPU, not so much. Like this sounds like a helicopter. It's really loud. So even like say that it is affordable, it's still so loud. Like it's so much so much better to just get a CPU. You know, even from that standpoint, it just makes more sense. So yeah, it has no alternative alternative use cases either. Yes, which Bitcoiners would. Somehow tell you why that's. I, I get the, the argument. For, I I don't agree with that argument for why that's even a, a good thing. But keep going, keep going. Yeah, but there's positives and negatives within the space itself. Like this one, ChangeNow.io. Seen a couple. The reason why I'm talking about it is because I've seen more people discuss it. So I thought it, that it is quite important. Essentially, I guess I've never. I haven't tried them, but that whenever say this person send some Bitcoin to be traded for Monero. And the transaction usually takes less than half an hour. But after a couple of days, he still didn't receive any coins. 
and he talks about the issues and things like that and essentially that they're holding customers funds because they they can just send you if something bad happened, they can just ask for a refund address and they can give you the coins back. Which actually, guys, be careful because I've been tricked sometimes into sending some crypto somewhere and then they had some issues on their end. And the only way that I could get it back is if I KYC'd. And I have to sometimes. <laughs> Not that they do, but, you know, I'm just saying in, in general. But, uh, yeah, so I guess be careful if you're using change now. Look into it. Do your research and just stay wary. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. We use now payments on gratuitous. We also use the Monero gateway and, you know, most all people use that, but we use, we also have, um, now payments and that lets anybody pay in any crypto, which is kind of cool. It is, it's, it's worked out pretty well. Um, so I, I like their services for that, for that aspect. And then it automatically transacts it into Monero and sends it off to us as Monero. So like people can pay in like Doge or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I've I've heard these uh, additional people complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just be careful. <laughs> be careful out there. Uh, let's talk about this one. Was in wait, let me see one sec. Let's see. Oh, this one is cool as well. You like this one, New York Fed. Uh, let's talk about this one. I want to talk about this one. Let's skip these two for now. New York Fed completes the first phase of tests on the U.S. dollar CBDC. Interesting. So the Federal Reserve Bank of New York has revealed the successful completion of a test that involved the use of a central bank digital currency for wholesale cross-border transactions. Yeah, sure. I mean, might get censored, but <laughs> yeah. um, exchanging a U.S. digital dollar with experimental foreign currencies on separate blockchains. And then they just, you know give more and more details about that and it says the recently completed phase one of the experiment explored the potential applications of blockchain technology to enhance the functioning of cross-border payments it lasts over 12 weeks and included the development of a wholesale cbdc prototype it's obviously going this way (laughs) obviously why shouldn't it be and just like rishi said the, the current the present prime minister of uk They'll make you think that you'll have your CBDC in cash, <laughs> but you're not going to eventually. There's only going to be CBDC, and they're working on it. So they just want to get rid of cash, as Nightmare said in the, in the comment section. It's happening fast. It's gaining momentum. Really fast. <laughs> really fast. Like some countries already have it implemented, like Nigeria. It's failed, but you know they did it. I was having a good conversation with my, my dad today and uh, another gentleman his age and they were just, they were literally reminiscing about the good old days of when cash, what, when everybody was using cash, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unrelated, you know, unre- I wasn't, we weren't talking about Monero. There was and then I was like, guys, I was like, this mm-hmm. is why. I have all my wealth in untraceable digital currency. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at me and they're like, still like, yeah, but it's not the same. Like, no, it, it is the same. We're all, gonna, it's all becoming digital, which is what you guys are complaining about. There uh-huh. is a solution. There is a <laughs> Like, you don't have to like just go down with the ship. So people are, people are really <laughs> awoken to the cash. That's why I focus on that. Like when we go to these Liberty conferences, because mm-hmm. that, that's the theme, right? We don't have to talk about like, let's ignoring Monero. Let's all agree that they're killing off cash and they want to put people on CBDCs. 
So now let's talk about solutions and then we could go through and you can, you know, tell me, you know, and obviously Monero is one of those, one of those options, but that it's a great, that, that is way, that is a meme that is catching on. Like people are becoming, I think, very much aware of the fact that cash no longer exists and they're, Mm -hmm. they're concerned. Mm -hmm. Talking about the conference, have you seen, I tagged you, Justin Amash uh, tweeted something about. I think privacy or decentralization, something like that. Have you seen that? No, I forget what did he say. I didn't see it. Something like that. Something along those lines. But when, I think, wasn't he, I think he's running for presidency. No, he's a con, he was a congressman. Yeah. Um, he was the flake. He was like the first major elected libertarian. He was a libertarian. I believe I could begin. I think that's it though. He was like a libertarian congressman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he may he may run on the I don't know on the libertarian ticket as the president. I don't think he's like the mm-hmm. front runner for that. I don't think he's in Congress right now. But yeah, he did. Sure. But he didn't want to talk about Monero, right? That's what I wanted to say. Exactly. That's what I wanted to say. Right? Tell everybody. Tell everybody what happened. <laughs> well, it was kind of it was really funny. So essentially, this guy Justin Amash, um, he tweeted that thing about something about privacy or decentralization and money, something like that. I think that's what it was, decentralization and money, whatever. We were at the conference, we saw him, and then we said, oh, yeah, let's go talk to that guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be awesome, yeah. And uh, we went after him, and then for five minutes, it was just a back and forth, well, do you mind if we just ask a couple of questions? Oh, no, 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 I have to talk to the students. I came here for the students. We chased, like, we, just a couple of questions. We chased him down because we asked him first, like, when he first, you know, came off stage, right? We asked him, and, like, he was like... Uh, I'm busy. And then, like, the second thing, I hit him again, but this time I had the microphone out. I was like, can we just ask you some? But yeah, he didn't, he didn't go for it, man. He did not. I was like, you just want to get your opinion on digital cash. That's it. Oh, I got to talk to this, to the students. I'm sure the yeah, students would love to hear your opinion on this as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I was surprised by that. That's. I should have just went. I'm a student. I should have just went. It shows you their true colors right away. You know, uh-huh. like Ron Paul would definitely, I think, stop to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was surprised. I, that's yeah, like, was... that's an easy convo for a true libertarian to have. Like, you have to have an opinion mm-hmm. on real cash and whether or not. And so I guess the only possible thing is he doesn't want to, like, promote Monero. He wants to just, you know, maybe he's a mm-hmm. maxi or something. That's... Maybe, but I mean, he sort <laughs> of answered one question but whatever guys anyway let's move on <laughs> in bankrupt lebanon locals mine bitcoin and buy groceries with tether as one dollar is now worth 15 cents once known for its stable and investment friendly banking system lebanon has plunged into chaos as hyperinflation grips the country and banks force huge haircuts on dollar withdrawals to make ends meet in a financial system that no longer makes sense some Lebanese are mining Bitcoin or storing wealth using the cryptocurrency. The dollar-pegged stablecoin Tether, which users trade for cash, is also popular. And this is because since 2019, Lebanon plunged into a financial crisis following decades of expensive wars and bad spending decisions and a bad, very bad government, by the way. And yeah, they're essentially under hyperinflation. And it's been really horrible, as we've seen in, in previous in the previous shows, we've, show, we've, we've shown videos of um, people breaking into banks just to get their money, 
because they wouldn't give it to them. But yeah, now people find alternatives. They they are accepting money in uh, Bitcoin, like freelancers. They're mining Bitcoin. They're you know trying to create their own economy because the one that they have is so broken that it doesn't even matter. They can just create something new. And unfortunately, there's nothing on <laughs> anybody using Monero because they probably don't even know <laughs> that they are um, using it. Yeah, but um, it's interesting to see. And I'm happy to see it in a way because they'll find their way eventually, you know. But it's a step forward. But let's move on. I think uh, we have... Uh, no, we have two more. One is about the White House, which seeks international cooperation to thwart growing ransomware threat. Essentially, there's, there's obviously a lot of uh, ransomware attacks that has have been going on for, well, since the internet. But there's more and more, and uh, they want to tackle that. Plus, plus they want to, well, let me see, they want to tackle cyber criminals, yes. And then I think they did mention. Yeah, they they mentioned ramping up. KYC AML on a global level, like basically tying all the loose ends. They talk about Tornado Cash as an example of, you know, how they use the, you know, the strong arm of, of the U.S. government to, to shut it down and to sanction it and how that was a good thing, right? Something that they, they needed to do to help fight, uh, ransomware. And so it's that it, it's, you know, them, uh, basically encroaching upon further towards, uh, you know, Monero, in my opinion. It will, you know, soon be described as one of these tools that's used. So it's, I think, you know, it's important for news. That's a big, that's a big ramp up. It's a global summit. I was watching some of the videos. I mean, they had representatives from all around, you know, from every country essentially that were there. And they were all mm-hmm. like, yes, you know, ransomware is bad, obviously, but they're like, like putting cryptocurrency on the table as part of the problem. And the fact that they need to make sure that it's essentially, it's traceable because if it's not, it could, it's allowing for ransomware. So I think that's, that was a, that's a big move, big global move forward, uh, in terms of saying, you know, tools that do, that can help, uh, you know, something like ransomware are bad. And for example, Tornado Cash was one of them, and that's why we stopped it. Mm-hmm. So big stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, big stuff. So we'll see what the regulations are there. They are going to come up with after these meetings, but it's interesting. And then we have uh, just one more quick one: uh, Canada to examine crypto stablecoins and CBDCs in new budget. I think it's more about the CBDCs than anything else. Canada's government stated its concerns about the risks digital assets and the digitalization of money may pose to its financial system as a reason for launching the consultation. The Canadian federal government is set to launch a consultation on cryptocurrencies, stablecoins, and CBDCs as revealed in its new mini budget. So everybody's going to do it um, eventually. Um, the US, Canada, everybody else is going to have CBDCs in the end, which is why you might want to get some Monero today and just put it aside and maybe maybe buy more. The more unsafe you um, uh, you feel over time, which you are going to feel more unsafe given what's happening. So, Dude, it's crazy the amount of uh, central bank digital currency stories. Insane. Yeah, and, one, and this is the last thing that I'll say. Uh, the one lady that we talked to at the conference she said that CBDCs are not really a, 
threat or they're not coming this soon. <laughs> they are. They are coming soon. And some countries even have it, so there we go. Tell you, I, you may have to take one for the team and, and date her in an attempt to convince oh. her. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you saying? You can win her over. I think we need to we need to uh, open a fundraiser. I'll do it if you guys donate some Monero to the cause. <laughs> that would make a great doc, a great a great film. Yeah, Monero Maxi infiltrating it. <laughs> All right, Sunita is on her would be on her deathbed if she was allowed to go to her bed right now. So yeah, we're we gotta done. move on. We gotta move on. Let's close it off. Yep, that was it, guys. Uh, that was it for um, this week. Thank you for coming. As always, we have the links in the description. Um, please like, please share, subscribe if you haven't, and because uh, it matters a lot. And we'll see you next week. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. We're trying to go to viewers on stage. How do I, uh, Nito? How do I just add people? Guys, jump on up. Hello. Okay. Hey, man. I missed the first hour of the episode because the. Daylight saving stuff uh, is desynced right now, uh, US and Europe. Well, glad you made it. <laughs> and I'm glad oh, uh, we're able to get people on. Sunita is literally, she is, uh, she, she's got like the flu. She, she's out, guys. She is out. Sunita is not like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Just before Mexico, like it always happens, I feel. Whenever you have something important to do, it's just... She's, she's gonna be pissed. Yeah, I was we're, actually we're in a beautiful place in Mexico, so I'm attempting to make it up to her. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I was actually gonna surprise you. I was really close to be able to actually be there, but I have like so much going on. But I was gonna actually buy the ticket and. I, I heard the rumor. I'm not gonna lie. Ah, you did. Somebody, somebody, somebody I was gonna snitched. surprise you. Somebody snitched at some point. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. That you were gonna do that. That's awesome. Uh, how much is the ticket? Right. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Let's see. The, the thing is, though, like, we'll, we'll only be there from Wednesday. Well, we show up Wednesday night. We'll be there all day Thursday, all day Friday, and then Saturday morning we're hitting the road and we're heading to the beach. Okay. That's fine because I was going to be and there. Oaxaca. Cool. It sounds sounds beautiful. We're going to the coast over there, so we're not, like, going to Cancun. It sounds like a really nice nice area. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're hitting the road Saturday morning, but I guess the other – other folks will be around. Could be. Yeah, worried. that's why. That's why yeah. I was going to Still there with them. Yeah. So if you were to do it, try to cut. You try to come in like Thursday so you can chill with us. Or Wednesday. Yeah, essentially, but I, I, I still don't think it's gonna happen because I was, I was really close to, to actually doing it, but because I was actually gonna live with Stoic. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that was gonna be the plan. So like, be with you guys for two days, and then be with Stoic, and yeah, uh, it'd be awesome. Some other people. So what's okay, what's well, holding you, what's holding you back? Is it just, is uh it's the money or you got you got things to do? Not money because I was gonna get it. It was more I have like three more exams which I can kind of play around. <laughs> but I just you know I said I'm just gonna relax and get them done and then I'll have time to you know travel. Okay. And okay. Ah, I don't know, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you gotta stay focused, man. Stay focused. I know, but wait. So if I were to, I found a flight from Miami to Mexico City for three thirty, direct flight. Hmm. I know okay. you guys paid a lot, a lot more. Yeah, three thirty is good. 
Yes. Yeah, well, no, we bought one way though. We bought one way into Mexico City because then we also then bought a one way to this, you know, beach town and then one ways back. So that's why. But actually it wasn't too, I was, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be worse to be honest. But yeah, really? Route 30 is, is great. It's really, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now it's 450. <laughs> <laughs> I with Monero on, on, uh, right? What was it? Was it Travala or the, what was the name of the thing that was accepting Monero? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Let's check. Please just give me a discount. MP, like how's it going, time. man? A little tired. It's nearly 3 a.m., but, uh, missed last week, so. Anything, uh, anything you want to share with the community? Uh, uh, you can sign up for notification if you're interested in the Monero doll. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> can, can you share that? Can you share your screen and show it? Let me see. <laughs> Monero doll. Oh man, I feel so bad for Sunita right now, but I'm glad. I hope she forgives me. <laughs> she was really. <laughs> this is What's... good. Now we we could just keep going. She's she's passed out. There, there's no more technical issues moving forward, so we can go as long as you guys want. Okay. Awesome. Any anybody else out there want to jump on? Awesome. Uh... All right, and, and B, can you can you show us the uh, the doll? I am sharing my screen. I think you have to like. Put it in focus. Oh, here we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you can just cool. go to the website and enter the email and I'll send you an email once it becomes available. It still needs to be some work done on having it fine-tuned, but it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Can, 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 we, cool. can we give those away at Monerotopia or something? Can we... Can we do I I can't promise anything yet because it takes a lot of time to like uh, make changes. Would you changes you come, Are you coming to Monerotopia? If we do it, if we do it uh, in Mexico in May, what do you think? Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, but I uh, do MoneroCon, <laughs> uh, which will be in Europe. Uh, okay, you wouldn't you wouldn't come to Mexico? What what? If I said Mexico or Miami, which one would you, would you be more likely to attend, even if you weren't attending either? I think Mexico has less like travel rule things. Okay. You know that if you want to go to the U.S., you have to like sign a paper that says you're not a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So Mexico, your vote is Mexico. It's more accessible. Yeah. Good. Come, man. It's in May. You got plenty of time. We'll see. Uh, I've been. And if you like do, to get uh, this done bring, bring these down, bring these down and, uh, sell them. Or, or we could make, we can make them the swag. We could buy, we could buy a bunch off of you. We can make it like, we can make it like the part of the VIP swag. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. No promises. This has been going on for like, <laughs> I think two months now. It's oh, really? Progressing slowly. How do, are you, how are you trying to mass produce them? What do you, what's the, what's the method? I'm through like a company in China. We'll okay. have to see if it works out. <laughs> I'm actually gonna buy from you MB um some stickers soon. I'm not sure when but I, I need to because uh I wanted to buy the uh combo pack. This one. Yeah, can you click on it so people can Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like different versions. There's the big one and it's also a small one where you have like two. They're really cool. And you give away a lot of them. How many, uh, how many did you get for, uh, uh, oh, you get, you get a whole bunch on the, on the big packs. You get like 
How many is it? Whatever. I think if you choose an option, I think that's that's what 680, it says. 680, around 680. They're like really thick uh, blocks as well. Oh my god, and you can stick them in the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's also, it. also the get funded thing running out of stock right now. So if anyone wants to donate some uh, packages for other people to receive cheaply, oh. it would be appreciated. You can fund a gorilla. And hey, man, so if the doll doesn't work out, we'd probably want to order some stickers off you and stuff for the conference. At least do that. Yeah, sure. Nice. And another thing I did just for fun, uh, playing around, I've implemented the Trocador exchange in here. So mm. if you want to, uh, if you have Litecoin or something and you want to buy something in the store because it's Monero only, you can swap it right here. And nice. it's the same price as if you did it through Trocador or something else. And uh, I get like a little bit commission. It's not commission. It's uh, like a referral thing. You don't pay more, but uh, the exchange partner gives like a bit. Hmm. I might have to more. switch to that from now payments for that. For that. So what you're basically saying, people could check out with any crypto and you get it. Uh, no, no, this is the second like exchange. The checkout is done via um, the, the Surhack. Oh, I thought it was part gateway. of the checkout where people could then check out with any crypto or something. Yeah, no, this is just like an exchange thing. And there's also, I released a video, uh, I made a video explaining how to use the Trocador thing. Oh, cool, cool. It's, it's actually very funny because Crypto Morpheus who made Trocador, he wanted to have uh, like a funny video explaining the thing. And, uh, I wanted to do some editing stuff, get a bit, better at it so i said i would do it and then we hired someone from fiverr to voice it so Wait, it's like actually play the video man okay uh, let me if it's not working you might did you check the audio box oh no i haven't people are Wait, loving what? mexico in the chat they're loving the mexico idea yeah they are i'm really curious of what you guys are gonna decide after the trip Dude, we're going to back. I mean, we're, we're, we're just like, the momentum has moved in such a major way. It's crazy. It's yeah, really yeah. crazy. The only thing then we were deciding, are we doing it in February alongside Anarcho Poco or do we do it in May? The Anarcho Poco opportunity was pretty interesting. I mean, because they had a venue mm -hmm. for us too. They said we basically would get the venue for free. They would just continue the conference for two more days and give us the stage. So that part was enticing. The fact that there's already a big group of like, you know, Crypto anarchists down there, or mm -hmm. anarcho ca and caps, right? That makes it interesting. Yeah, but yeah, my hesitation is it's just like too soon for us to get the speakers and stuff that we need. And also, like I said, I just don't want. I want us to be able to make sure we could do Monerotopia in the way we want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have the marketplace going down there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If we're doing it at their venue, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. I feel like in Mexico City, we have, we have some boots on the ground there. You know, we have mm -hmm. people that could potentially help us out that are already there, help us mm -hmm. organize it. You know, we have that's, quite a few people, actually. 
That's my thinking. What do you think? It's, it's so like it's so it's it's honest, honestly so hard to organize an event, as you obviously know. Like it's it's not that easy to. There's so many things that come come into play. Like we were so sure about Miami, um, and now it just took a twist into Mexico City. It, it's all. How many venues are, are you gonna see? Just one, or do you have more than one that you're gonna see in uh, Mexico? I kind of just have my eye on this one, so <laughs> I want it so bad that I'm just gonna make it happen. Like okay. it's a venue, so whatever. We're not stuck to a date, so I'm sure we can figure something out where they'll let us rent it out at some point. So. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I think yeah, if totally open. Make it happen. Like, totally open to seeing other ones. He's, you know, we're gonna drive around. We'll 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 check out if that one like doesn't look as isn't as good as it looks. Then I'll, we'll we'll check out other things. But I like that one. It has like this like decentralized vibe. It's like a park. Did you see it? It's like a park. no, no, I didn't see anything. No. Yeah. No. It's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of cool. Can you it's, send me the details after so I can see it? Yeah, definitely send it to you. Okay, because I'm curious. No. You know, like, if we can pull it off. But here's the thing, like, a lot of people want it to be Mexico. Show up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you really want it, like, also show up. Like, we're putting the effort into it. So, do show up. Do let people know. You know? Yeah, you, people are coming. Good, 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 uh, good comments here. Sorry, Tony. I'm just looking because people are saying, um, yeah. You're gonna get lost in the wash in an Arcapoco. I I agree. I think that's like we need to do our own thing. And you know, Jeff Berwick can come to that. You know, those people yeah. can come come to that. That that's fine. And yeah, we'll do a smaller presence at Anarco, so we could just try to still show up there. You know, hang out there, and we'll have a Monero presence there. I think I think that's the best the best route. I think the best thing that we could do is. For example, I wouldn't accept the free uh, venue for those two days, even if it was really just free, because then you have uh, then you have ties, maybe responsibilities. So it's better to keep it all separate, you know, in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, even if you know, obviously you have to pay. That that's fine, but I wouldn't take the free option. Not not because of uh, them or whatever, but just like. I think it's better, you know, just to have that individual individuality and just be able to do whatever you want. Yeah, because you know. we have our vision for it too, you know. Yeah. The mar- we got to get the marketplace going over there. That's gonna, that's that's going to be uh, easy, yeah. I think. And as I was, uh, did you hear what I was talking about in the beginning? Like this, I, I want to. How do we? tie it, you know, we talk about building the circular economy, right? Like how, how do we take actionable steps at the conference? So, you know, we can have people that give talks on why building the circular economy is important, but what kind of, you know, interactions can we have among each other that helps move that forward when we're all there in person, you know? So like getting the idea that people should come down there if there's somebody that, if they're a person that's like looking to start selling something for Monero. Like if mm. you're interested in selling your services or consulting work or like, you know, people that you want to build a circular economy, well, let's all show up. What, 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 you know, what can you offer? What can you offer? What are you selling? You know, and people uh, kind of promoting it, that aspect of it. How do you, how do you think we can incorporate that in some fashion? I think the best, one of the best things that we can do is have someone go on stage 
and say, okay, everybody, I'm going to teach you how, how to, um, buy Monero, how to use Monero, where to store Monero, how to accept it if you're a, a business. And then what do you do? Okay, guys, now that you know how to use it, go outside, get some tacos, get some, you know, alcohol from, uh, this guy and blah, blah, cause we'll probably have people selling stuff for Monero. Mm-hmm. And then that'll be in the venue. So we'll be able to help them directly there. And then post, like during the night, post conference, when it's all done, we can go out for dinner or some places and we can encourage people to, okay, we can split in groups or whatever and go to this coffee shop and try to make them to accept Monero, at least as a tip, if they don't want it to accept it fully for, for the service. So I think like if you do that, if you just explain for the newcomers how to use it and things like that, then you give them the options, uh, like, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go to the taco guy on the venue. I'll help you get set up. And then I'll yeah. even go with you to the coffee no, shop. No, everybody at Monerotopia will be using nothing but Monero the whole time. Whether you know how to do it or not, like yeah. bring cash and we'll figure it out with you. We'll help, we'll help, we'll guide you. You'll, you'll get your Monero and then you can use Monero. But yeah, that's anybody that wants to have drinks or hang out or yeah, you're going to be using Monero. That's. Like Monero, we did that, we did that, well, Monerotopia, we, we sold like the tickets, right? Cause that was kind of, like, it was annoying, but this, you know, no, this, this, this time we need to have that integrated. We had it where people were able to buy, um, you know, tacos and stuff and buy things mm-hmm. from the vendors. But yeah, that, that, that will definitely, but I'm also just talking about people, you know, basically coming together to build the circular economy. Yes, you know, we could have Monero, you could buy what yeah. you need when you're down there, but I'm talking about, Getting pe- the people in the room that want to start doing this, it's like, okay, well, what are you, what can you, what are you building? What are you, what are you selling for Monero, right? Like, so- uh, I want to chime in. Actually, I have an offer for, um, everyone, everyone who's listening and stuff. If you have like a digital book or something that can be like put in a PDF, I, I would put them on the Monero supplies uh, side for free, like, you can sell your stuff without any commission as long as it's like digital and doesn't use up my whole bandwidth for the server when downloading. <laughs> That's which, what domain is that? The monerosupplies.com. Awesome. Um, oh, cool. Awesome. Message me anywhere. M- MB, you hear what I'm saying? Is, is it just, is it's pointless? Is it a pointless thing or is there, is there some value in like, Trying to make that part of the conference where, what, what, what actionable steps can we take there to, to, to help drive forward the, you know, Monero circular economy? That's quite hard. I actually believe that most of the... Nightmare like, saying, bring me on. Where are you now? Yeah, he's, he's yeah? backstage. I was just going to tell you, I didn't want oh, to. Oh, hold on. You're coming on, bro. <laughs> Before I wait, I want to hear MB. I want to hear this thought that he's, that he has going here. Go ahead. Yeah, so I actually believe like all the like in-person payment terminals and stuff. That's cool, but uh, I really don't think we're gonna be going to the supermarket and paying directly with raw Monero, like without using like something like Pay or something, because it's just not designed for that. It's designed for the internet, and it works very well on it. And I personally don't see every little store like accepting crypto or Monero specifically, but I guess it can still 
be nice if you like at least tip people with it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so we're, actually, we're adding, you know, on gratuitous, you could buy coffee with Monero. We're adding the eggs. This is direct from, we're going to get it direct from a guy in Tennessee who's a Monero, Monero bro. And he, he, he's basically going to ramp up his, his egg production business. Like he has a few chickens for himself. Like he's been doing it, I think in his community, he sells. So he's figuring out how to ramp up production and we're going to, you know, supply eggs on a month. Oh, is that, is that the guy from the um, Monero directory website? Yes. Yep. Yep. And we, you know, we've been working together. We've been helping up, help figure out packaging and, uh, even the feed that he's getting for the chickens, he's found a guy that's willing to accept the narrow for the feed. So this is like, that's what I'm talking about. How yeah. We, that that stuff build, is cool. Yeah. Let's build that out. But I'm saying people need to bring these ideas. I want to incorporate that into Monerotopia where that's part of it. Not just like we all know, but like if you're coming down there, what can you offer? You know, what, what, what part in the, in the Monero circular economy do you, can you, what role can you play, you know, and get people start talking about it? I mean, there's, there, we, we all have different skills among each other, you know, we are, we're all starting to, to, you know, we can, we could, we need to be the ones that build this out. So, so we could have like a Monero LinkedIn or something where you can, if you need something. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Before we introduce the guests, uh, one more thing. Rit just wrote that, uh, just joined an idea to have a Monero circular economy event, provide every step from flight, hotel, Uber credits, food, drink to be bought in Monero. And yeah, I mean, that's people got to take that among themselves, right? So. You could buy your flight with Monero. There's resources to do. Yeah, we can, we'll provide everybody the information that they need if they want to, you know, live off Monero from the, for the entire conference. We, we could do that, right? Uh, we can't, you know, but it's going to be up to them whether or not they do it. <laughs> we can't force them. <laughs> Actually, uh, um... let's use Bitcoin and then we can, then we can track their transactions and we'll, we'll know. We'll know if they've been using Bitcoin the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got your Bitcoin conference. <laughs> exactly. Actually, Nightmare. You've been using Nightmare, man. Travalo for some time, right? Yeah, man. Like that's how I got the Monerotopia 22. Uh, is my sound good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can, my friend. Good. We can. All right. All right. Good. Because I got the same uh, headphones as Tony right now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so that's how i got the uh monerotopia 22 i paid for the monero ticket with monero so it's pretty useful man like i mean i'm not like doug or tony have a monero big old giant bag of it you know i like using it i don't i don't care for the price going up thing with crypto that that's never been my thing but um but yeah man you should use it i mean monero's got me on a lot of jams man i mean this week I mean, just last week when I started my new job, my wife popped her tires, so we had no car, so I had to get to work. Monero paid for my Uber the whole week. There you go, man. Awesome, and man. How? So, how? How did you? How did you no. pay for Uber with Monero? The gift card thing. Well, you go to CoinCards.com, uh, and then you look cards. up, and then you look up Uber gift cards, and yeah. you just you can buy up to five hundred dollars, spend that Monero, boom, gets put on the blockchain. Somebody, some minor freaking except make sure the transaction not double spin. You're all set. Happens in about two minutes. 
and you're done, man. You wait for the email, check your email, you're all set, man. Oh, cool, man. You're an OG, for it's sure, be- for doing it's, that. It's beautiful. If you need to get to Mexico, use your Monero, man. Don't worry about the number go up. That's Bitcoin and Ethereum on all those open, freaking, transparent ledgers. Don't even worry about that. If you're in Monero, use it as money, man. So then, like, based on what uh, Nightmare said... Uh, wait, um, I got a question. Yeah. So you used a, a uh, gift card for a travel website, and so that's how you pay for your travel? Because I've tried to use it for... There's American Airlines on uh, coin cards, so I've done that. Um, but did you use, like, go through the travel site? Is that how you did it? Yeah, so Traveler.com accepts like over 70 different cryptos. Monero is one of them. Make sure you use the desktop version because on the mobile app, it doesn't have Monero on there. So never use the mobile app. Always use the desktop version. So that is the way you can pay for your hotel, your plane ticket. But the thing about Traveler.com is that when you buy a plane ticket, it's in military time. So you definitely want to make sure you... You Google the military time so you make sure you get your flight on time because it's in military time. <laughs> make sure you show up to, you know, to Mexico in time for the conference. Yeah. Exactly. The one thing well, you don't want to do is miss your flight, bro. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we do it on Cinco de Mayo, which I don't even think that's like celebrated in Mexico, but that's, it's kind of working out towards that, towards that. No, date. that'll be cool. Wait, I thought you said the 18th though. We well, that that was if he did it in Miami. That's oh. if he did it in Miami. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. when the Bitcoin one is. But, you know, now we're moving it to Mexico, so it the we could do it whenever. We could do it whenever. That's what we've been debating. Like, should we do it in February alongside Anarcho Poco? We were talking about all the reasons why it's it's good and bad, but mm-hmm. one of the primary reasons why it's 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 not it's not good is because it's just too soon. You know, but it's, yeah. Like, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna chime into that, uh, when you and Tony were talking about it, and then B were talking about it. I think February is way too soon, especially since you guys gotta find speakers. Yeah, exactly. You, you guys have to go visit the venue. Hmm. I mean, it is February. I mean, traveling tickets probably will be cheaper because it's winter time, and where you, me and Doug are, it's gonna be snowing everywhere. Hmm. You know, Tony's gonna be laying on the beach there in Miami, so he doesn't have to worry about snow. But me and Doug have to shovel, so that's gonna be awful. No, tickets, <laughs> tickets to Mexico. That's prime time. Mexico is February. That's like. That's but be, but you and me being in New York, we gotta shovel and get to the airport. You know what I mean? So we might have a blizzard, man, and fucking our plane is delayed for six hours. You yeah. know? God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the more reason to get out of town, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Hopefully, I'm, hopefully, I'm spring that. though. I'm thinking May. That gives us plenty of time. And then you know we have MoneroCon too. And I think they're we were talking to the folks that are running that, so they they think May is fine. And then um, MoneroCon might happen like you know like last year, like in June, which is fine. That it, it all works. Like the, it's it's just a it's a pretty ideal time. Over mm-hmm. maybe next year we'll try to change it and do it just so we don't do, like overlap with MoneroCon so much, but it's fine. And uh may. But to answer your question, I want to chime in to how do we get people into Monero? No, how do no wait the Mike my question, man, to you, I want to hear your ideas. How do we at this conference at Monerotopia take steps to help build a circular. I know you're saying we should you know encourage that everybody uses Monero to fly down there. I totally agree with that. 
can can there be you know as MB said like a Monero LinkedIn like a um you know it's it, it turn it also into a place where people are meeting up to say you know the different services and products that they can provide in the community. Well, I mean, we did have that one guest you had on. I f- I forget his name, but uh, the guy who talked about Freedom Cells, I think that website was yes. called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Then, as far as the conference goes, I think what you got to do, and I heard what Tony said, I think you got to have like a teaching like aspect of it, like maybe like workshops and stuff like that, and you teach people how to use Monero, get a wallet, things like that, and explain it more in like a I would say not to discourage anybody, but in an elementary school way, you know, like this is an apple. Show them a picture of an apple. Here you go. You know, things like that. But I think it's just got to be taught, man. Like you got to have workshops. You got to work with these people. You got to get their confidence up, you know, because a lot of people think, man, if they're using Monero, oh, oh no, the big bad government's going to get me. They're going to show up with 87,000 IRS agents with guns. Oh no. So. You know, you gotta, you gotta break that wall. You gotta break through that fear. Once you break through that fear and they get the confidence to use it, then all bets are off and people are gonna start using it, say, after government because they now they see, okay, I have hope. I have a way to circumvent the government, circumvent the banking system. And plus, with what happened to Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, I mean, that should be a wake up call for everybody. Pretty much. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they close people's bank accounts left and right, so, mm-hmm. you know. I'm but wondering think- if we'll start to see, like, maybe celebrity adoption of Monero, because Bitcoin, the Bitcoin conference is big, because they always bring in the, the, the athletes and stuff. Maybe maybe we need to get Kanye and Kyrie on board. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Oh, man, that would be controversial, though. We know. tried to get Snoop Dogg, but I'm not sure if that's <laughs> if that's going to work. <laughs> Remember, I think uh, the conference in Atlanta that uh, that guy told us. Oh about. yeah, yeah, yeah. When was, when, when was that conference? Did I, miss it's it? it's in November. I don't think we missed it. No. Oh, <laughs> head over there, man. On a <laughs> that was the plan. I know. The plan was to get Snoop Dogg uh, <laughs> to join. But well, this guy said that he knows him, right? And like he he would be able to introduce you or something. Is that what he was saying? The guy that we met at the Liberty Conference. It was the guy that was selling, selling cups. The, yeah, the cups. Yeah, yeah. The McAfee one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was saying that, no, I think um, he said that he knows him and that he may be there. That, like, there's a high chance that he it's may be there. It's Snoop Dogg, man. Yeah, do it. I'll, I'll, I'll fund your, your <laughs> <laughs> dog mission. <laughs> that will be crazy. Where is it? In In Georgia? I think so. We'll need to see. We'll need to see. Contact the guy and be like, yo, remember you said Snoop Dogg, if I come down there, well, like, what are the odds that I'll be able to have like, you know, two minutes with Snoop? I just want, I want to, I want to explain Monero to him. We're going to talk yeah, to the Wu-Tang guy. No, he's the, cup, the, the cup guy. Ask him that. So you really need to bring up the point how most people get the weed with Monero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. You might know about it already. I Tony, know. do it. I, I, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Look it up. 
Let me ask you a question, though, Doug. How long is this conference going to be in Mexico? Is it going to be two days, three days, a week? I mean, how are we doing this? A week. That means a week. Whoa. Uh, two days. Okay. Two days. Two days. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The reason why I asked if it was maybe, a week. Maybe two and a half days. Yeah. Yeah, the reason why I asked is because I was thinking maybe, you know, maybe we have the speakers for two days, then they – I don't know, the next three or four days we could have workshops and that's when we can really. Well, everybody's free to stay in town as long as they want, right? At that point, you know, it's Mexico. Uh, you know, we should go down. We'll, we'll, we'll block it off as like, yeah, you know, just so you know, we'll be down there for another three days if anybody else wants to hang around and then <laughs> just people can continue to chill. I mean, that kind of naturally happened at Monerotopia a little bit. But you're saying organize it, man? You're saying keep it organized for those remaining days? Like, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it would be nice, you know. I mean, MB could come down with his stickers, and, you know, he could be selling those. And if, you know, other people want to bring stuff that want to sell stuff, you know, they got to accept Monero, obviously. But, you know, would get them, you know, to feel for it. Okay, well, maybe what I heard on the mainstream media about Monero isn't true. Maybe all these people aren't cyber criminals, you know. You know, they aren't just using Monero to buy pot in the freaking middle of a park, you know. You know, maybe there's real use case for this thing. Okay, hold on, you know. I can. I mean, that's definitely a good use case. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yes. But... That's a great use case. <laughs> well, I'm saying. I'm, I'm partaking saying... in that use case right now. <laughs> well, oh I'm God. saying, like, you know, people be like, hey, you know, oh, shoot, I can buy a New York straight strip with Monero. Okay, great. You know, hey, Tony's selling freaking orange shirts for freaking, you know, the rest of the week. Hey, I need an orange shirt for my next date, so let me use Monero to buy that shirt, that orange shirt over there, you know. Or, hey, Doug's selling, selling Monero keychains. Okay, hey, my keychain broke last week. Let me get one of those. I mean, we're, we'll, we'll have coffee down there. We'll have hopefully other gratuitous items down there. And then, yeah, we'll just get lo- people, people local that can set up a marketplace. But I'm just saying, like, other things that people can offer, like services and stuff that they can talk to each other about. I don't know. What do you mean, like tax services and stuff like that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe somebody has accounting skills and he wants to. I think um, he he even what's his name even mentioned that? What's uh, Monero uh, Mateo? Monero Mateo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> perfect yeah. Example. Perfect example. Monero Mateo is yeah. interested in doing, you know. Offering his accounting services for Monero. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe putting words in his mouth. But like, that's a perfect example of somebody that might want to come down. You know, there's an attorney. Yeah. You're an attorney somewhere. You could offer legal services. There's a million things, man. Million things. You know, you're a therapist. You're whatever. You're, you're a computer. You know, you're a developer. You know, I, we, I often hire people to help out with like, uh, little projects we do. I'd love to know who else is out there. You know, people that want to help out with like social media expert. You know, everybody's running their little, their, their little like nine to five lives on the side and they, 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 you know, we all have our needs. Maybe um, among each other, there's quite a few that we are, we can fulfill. Yeah, I agree with that. But wait a minute. Don't we have a site for that? It's called Monerica, right? Monerica.com has like pretty much all of those services listed there, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't have me listed. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> you should um, 
You should message uh, Rit. Riot, Riot. Riot, Riot, sorry. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll have uh, Riot down there. He, he DJed at the last one. Uh, yeah, he was we really wanted good. to DJ at this one, actually. I think ha- this will be a better venue for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I see where you're going with this. And, I mean, it's going to have to happen slow, though. I mean, That's I know, so yeah, we're going to have to take this slow with adoption. It's going to take a while. So as long as we have patience and as long as we can make people feel comfortable and explain why they need it, especially with all the CBDC talk, which is absolutely disgusting, by the way, they have a way out. There is options. There are options. Are we are we trying to create more like local type networks like this is like uh, or are we trying to create more virtual type networks that are like more distributed because there are certain things like food where it's better for like local type things but then like kind of DeFi I guess is more like a virtual kind of thing and so I guess that's kind of uh, what I was asking about you're you're saying are we doing you know one no but both right yeah I would, yeah okay I would say both yeah. Okay. Yeah. One idea that I just had was that was that maybe like at the Monero conference there could be like a map where people could like put a pin in and then so that people could figure out where Monero people were kind of close to them. At the um, Monero conference? Yeah. <laughs> like one of those pens. You know, they have a restaurant sometimes. Or wait, what are you saying? Like uh, you put a pen in a map. Uh huh. Yeah, and then so that then you can see like where everyone else is, what whether Monero people are near you or not. Oh, globally, you're saying? Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's That'd funny. Cool. I mean, maybe some. <laughs> if you want to start giving everybody giving up their location, I get what you're yeah. saying. You're not connecting the <laughs> identity, but it's <laughs> that's the thing. Know, yeah. it's, it's helping. <laughs> it's not making it more difficult to identify people. <laughs> I really agree. That is funny though. I like that. I'm like, oh shit! Somebody lives down the block from me. That's yeah. <laughs> um, we we kind of do have that with the node maps, though, right? Yep, 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 yep. You do. That's funny. I like that. But yeah, I, I think we shouldn't uh, have any <laughs> issues of getting people to accept them for tacos or drinks. Oh yeah. Or yeah. in Mexico. Question though, real qu- real quick question though, and then whoever wants to make can go ahead. But what's the rule on coming back to the United States though? Because I'm hearing mixed messaging here. Like there's message, there's mixed messaging that the vaccine is still required to come back to the United States if you fly out of the United States. And you've then there's ne- you've never needed the vaccine if you're a U.S. citizen and you leave to get back in. You never needed that. Okay. Yeah, and you still you don't. What, but you do, you know, if you're not a, uh, a U.S. citizen and you're flying into the U.S., I believe vaccines are still, still required, right? You still need to do a test, I think, because I, I went out of the country earlier this year and I had to do a test to come back. But really? Yeah, yeah, test, fine, fine. Yeah, but, that, but you're not, obviously you're never, you know, I've traveled throughout all of COVID and I'm not vaxxed and never needed to get back, to get back in as a U.S. citizen. But as a, as a foreigner outside of the U.S., I think you, yeah, you still need to be vaxxed to come into the U.S., right? I'm not sure That's because true? when I came in this September, Nobody, and you know, I have documents to live here, but nobody asked me for anything. Now, I and I think there was just news that they came out that they're extend that they were extending it to like January or something. So yeah, but if we do it in Mexico, we don't have to worry about that. You don't need to be vaxxed to go to Mexico from from Europe. You don't need to you don't need your vax. 
And if you're a U.S. citizen and you don't have your vax, no worries. You go down to Mexico, you go down there, and you get back in the U.S. You don't need to be vaxxed to get back in. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I was going to say. It is probably just for the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because, like, I'm going to, like, damn, I'm going to have to do what the immigrant school and just walk over. You're going to have to come from California and then. <laughs> yeah. That would be a badass story. <laughs> Holy shit. You're going to oh. see Nightmare. He's closely ripped from the from the guards <laughs> trying to get him back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wait, I have I have people up here. These people want to jump on. I'm throwing yes, they do, here. bro. You have a crap ton of people that want to get. Oh wow, we do have quite a bit of people. Guys, welcome. Hi guys, hey, um, shortwave surfer and the read Roth bard. Hello. What's going on, shortwave? Not a whole lot. I'm uh, rather new to the Monero community. Just discovered it uh, about four or five days ago. Oh, shit. Wow, wow. Nice. Oh, wow. Give us your perception, man. What's your take? So far, so good. I've actually been, uh, I've actually known about Bitcoin since about 2012. Okay. And I was in, I was in like, uh, high school economics class and, and I had learned about it before. And then I was in high school economics class at about 2012 and my teacher's like, here's this news article about this thing called Bitcoin. And my first response to her was, wait, that still exists and the government hasn't shut it down yet? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when I first saw it. It's like, oh, the government will never let that happen. And then, uh, and then I guess then you realize it's decentralized. Exactly. And I was like, oh, this actually might have something to it. And so I started looking into it and got really interested into it. So, but I, uh, I kind of fell out about 2017 when the block size went crazy, like when the block size wars happened and when yeah. the cash started and when the freaking transaction fees went to like 10 or 15 bucks a block uh, for transaction. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is a bit ridiculous. So I kind of left it alone. And then I was looking through PeerTube actually here recently because I'm a big open source person, always have been used Linux and stuff like that. And I was looking through PeerTube and discovered a guy named Luke Smith. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, uh, Luke. And yeah. He, he spoke at the last Monerotopia. Yep, and he was talking about Monero, and I was like, "What is this?" And so I started looking into it, and I'm like, "This is great." <laughs> awesome. Well, okay. welcome, welcome aboard. <laughs> What do you what do you think, man? You think you'd uh, you'd come down to Mexico for a Monero conference? No, nah, I ain't got that kind of money right now, and I ain't got a passport and all that stuff. I just okay. I ain't got that kind of cash. Okay. Okay. Well, you can be live with us. Hey, hit least, me up know. on the side. Maybe maybe we'll do some scholarships. Maybe there'll be a few uh, a few scholarships. That'd be cool too. Oh, that would be cool, Monero yeah. scholarships. <laughs> hit me up. Uh, email us. Go to go to Monerotopia, and there's an email. Email us. On my question. topic scholarships, um, there's also the Monero Magic Fund. If you do crypto research or something like that, or study it, or something related, uh, you can check out the Monero Magic Fund. Uh, they do actually offer like real scholarships for if you go study somewhere. So I'm an I'm an accessibility person. I've been blind all my life, oh, and wow. so. I do a lot of like accessibility, uh, accessibility work. Like for example, with cake wallet, I'm finding a bunch of like, you know, unlabeled elements and things like that that make use with a screen reader kind of difficult, at least on Android. I, I'd have to try it on iOS cause I don't own an iPhone. 
so I'd have to get one to try it out. But like, <laughs> that's right. what I do is I test the accessibility of apps and websites. And are you, are you giving Cake that feedback? Are you are you telling them? I oh. opened I opened issues on GitHub. I haven't gotten any response back yet, and I also opened oh, issues. Should, I'm sure you know Vic. Maybe you know he would. Uh... He would maybe, uh, you know, sponsor you for that if you're providing a service there. I've also, um, I've also opened some issues on the local Monero GitHub, uh, localmonero.co is doing an, a mobile app or whatever, and it's in beta right now. Mm-hmm. And so I've opened quite a few points with them, and they seem to be fixing those, so that's good. Very cool, man. Wow, but you're blind, so you're you, you're you're blind. Correct. Wow, wow. What, can I ask where you're born? Blind or was it? Yeah, born blind. Wow, wow, well, wow, that's really impressive. Oh, wow, that's yeah, man. So I rely wow. on I rely on screen readers, um, and magnification like the the zoom functionals on computers and stuff like that to do my work. So I'm gonna make you laugh, but you know, now that I use Monero, in case the feds are coming after you, you won't be able to see them. So you know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bonus for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I always, wow. I always laugh at people. I'm like, I can walk through a, you know, I can walk through Walmart or whatever, and I don't get distracted by all the things they put on like the sides of the aisles to like <laughs> people. So I can just like walk in, walk to what I want, pick it up, and then walk, uh, go and pay for it, and walk out. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's wow. I'm really impressed. Yeah. And your whole life. So explain to it like the the the, the tools that you use. How, yeah. How- how do you read and stuff with it? How do you? So every operating system has a screen reader built, a screen reader built in. So what it does is it takes each thing that you would see on the screen and it speaks it out loud. So like, oh, uh, cool. icons mm-hmm. on the display and icons on the status bar and I like different things on web pages, buttons and links and stuff like that on web pages. And it speaks it out. Actually, I might be able to do this. <laughs> It's so Here. impressive. The fact that he joined us, <laughs> uh, blind. All roads lead to Monero. It, this is <laughs> amazing. Um, let me see. Can I? Wow. Do I have my speech right? No, I don't. You've you, you probably gotten really good at listening to things at like high speed, right? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm actually trying to turn down my speech rate a little bit. <laughs> Twenty-seven percent. Three slides. Like three X. Is that better? How many X can you listen at? This is normally I do it about forty percent. Okay. Awesome. That's okay. But I've slowed it down. So, like for example. Folder finance four or more items. Child. Folder opened two by two. Kate wallet. Kate wallet. Kate wallet. Enter your pin. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. One of three in list three items. Settings text to speech settings two of two. So this is so cool, man. So this is I'm my... re- I'm I'm really touched, honestly. Like I'm really touched. That's so yeah. That's my that's my Android device. And I, I love your your working on it too, and finding uh, making it more usable, and giving the feedback on it. That's awesome. And I do that, you know, I kind of do that stuff, same thing for websites and mainly apps because I use my Android phone a lot. So I find a lot of these things in apps that I'm like, especially when they're open source on GitHub, I'm like, oh, I can just report this is an issue on GitHub and they'll fix it. <laughs> That's the nice thing about open source. It's so impressive the fact that 
it's so much more difficult for you to do the things that we do naturally because we can just see. And even with your condition, I shouldn't say condition, just even you not being able to see, you still found Monero. <laughs> you still made your way and you found Monero. Oh yeah, I've, I've always been interested wow. in technology, but, um, that's another, that's another thing is like, uh, for example, I didn't know about that coin cards and somebody just mentioned it a second ago. It's like, hmm. you know, like Uber and things like that. It's like, I can't drive and stuff like that. So how the heck do I get around with Monero? And that answers part of that question. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm That's actually, really impressed. I'm actually over here mining Monero very, very slowly on my two ancient, like 2014 computers. Holy oh, shit. cool. Cool. See, guys, you don't need to buy an ant miner from, go to Walmart, and instead of buying that, you can just buy a CPU and do what Shortwave Surfer is doing right now. Yeah. Uh, the most recent gen Ryzen's have been also reduced in price by quite a bit recently. I'm getting a, I'm getting a whopping 1.5 kilohashes per second. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, so I, you, how did you find your way even to the mining and like like that's amazing that you you're 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 blind and you're more technical than I am in terms of interfacing with like computers. That's that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> you're downloading the client. What 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 else do you do? Like what else are and then you're you're essentially you're you're studying the, the usability. Yeah, see, I'm just a general computer person. If it's got something to do with a computer, except for coding, I cannot code with yeah. crap. Okay. <laughs> but if it's got mm. anything, if your computer's broken, if you can't print your document because something's not working, or you want computer advice or help uh, or accessibility testing, that kind of stuff, I can do. Mm. I'm just a general computer person. Although well, I, most I, people in this community, I don't think, would need that kind of service. I have a question. Do you have a screen for your PC, like a monitor? Yes. I've seen blind people who don't, and I don't believe in doing that, because then if somebody sighted does need to help you for some reason, like uh, you get stuck in a BIOS or some mm. screen that if your screen reader's not working for some reason, then nobody can help you, and I disagree oh. with that. Makes sense. Damn. I've seen blind people who do that, though, and I'm like, Why? What 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 is it that you'd want most to be able to see if you if you weren't blind? I know it's a crazy question. What, but uh, um, I think I yourself, right? I don't really know because I can I can see just a little bit. So blindness is a spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people would call would define me as quote unquote visually impaired, but I don't like that term because it makes. It makes you sound like you're less because it's you're impaired or you're disabled, mm -hmm. right? I've always heard it said that, like, the color blue has different shades. There's royal blue, there's sky blue, there's navy blue, there's ocean blue, but they're all, in the end, blue. And that's the same way I find blindness. There's anything that would consider you blind by government standards, you're blind. Whether you can see well enough to read print or whether you can't see it a darn thing at all, you're still blind. Hmm. But uh, to answer the general question, I think I think I would like to be able to fly a plane if I could see. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I think that's what I'd like to be able to do. Probably so, probably watch too much Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, given 
AI developments and robotics and all these things, maybe one day you'll be able to to actually see. If if the AI on the car, if the AI on like a self-driving car is open source, that's <laughs> that would be good. I wouldn't want to trust a, tr- a full source software to to do that. Uh, there's one you can look it up. It's called um, Kama, like C O M M A dot A I. And if you look that up, it's it doesn't. I don't think it works with all the cars, and I don't it's think a, it's as efficient as Tesla. But yeah, uh, it's like uh, it runs on like a modified smartphone, and you can plug it on your windshield. It's like a advanced driving assistant thing. I don't think they try to be fully autonomous. They just try to make driving way less uh, of a hassle. One day, one day. Do you know the guy behind it, MB? George Hotz? Yeah, yeah. Do you watch him? Really, I sometimes get pings in the Discord and the chat really with him smart. a bit. He's super smart. Like, if you watch videos of him, this guy, he will sit down and program for like 10 hours straight, or like 8 hours straight, <laughs> and not move. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a programmer. You tell me to program something and it's not going to happen. Now, if you hand me a program and say, here, do everything you can to break this and tell me how you broke it and whatever, <laughs> I, can, I can generally do that. Really? That's amazing. I'm, I'm really good at um, purposely breaking things and then detailing how I did it so that the programmer can go in and go through and fix it. I think we should hire you to break into Monero just so it becomes even more resilient. We <laughs> 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 should uh, find a, a grant for you. <laughs> I made a C minus in math for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I suck at math. But like quality assurance testing, like like those unlabeled things in in Cake Wallet and uh, and local Monero, and like just general usability things. Like for example, I was going through Cake Wallet as a new user, and the the fact that it takes swipes to do things didn't even register. I'm like, how do I delete an address or how do I delete a node or whatever? And the I like the swiping thing was just unintuitive. I'm like, I didn't realize that you could swipe for like three days. And then I figured it out and I'm like, oh, there should have been some sort of hint for there that you could swipe or that there was more actions available for that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think Vic is going to like the news that there's <laughs> Blind people actually using cake wallets. Yeah. And actually being able to use it. That's Improved. impressive. Cake is really nice. I like I like it a lot so far. <laughs> oh cool, cool. That's good that's good to hear. So do you did you, you do you use Bitcoin too? Or you've kind of like are you well you said you just discovered Monero, right? A couple of days ago. I just discovered Monero a couple of oh, days ago. Shit. I left Bitcoin in twenty seventeen and haven't really followed the space super much since then. But I I had some remaining Bitcoin that I had turned into Dogecoin because of the transaction fees. And so I had like yeah, 50 bucks worth of Dogecoin just sitting there in this wallet. And so I took that and uh, tossed it all into Monero. So I have 100% Monero and 0% anything else. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That, that's That's really cool. I'm happy that he discovered Monero, and I'm happy that he actually uh, jumped on stage and let people right. know, you know, your story. Oh yeah, I used to buy, uh, I used to buy freaking things with Bitcoin all the time. I used to buy like those gift cards with the service called Gift G Y F T, mm-hmm. and used to buy Starbucks and Uber and 
all kinds of stuff with Bitcoin before the transaction fees went nuts. Wow, you're an OG, man. You really are. Did you did you guys see that the the jackpot of this Mega Million jackpot is at one point six billion dollars? Oh my, one point six. Wow, I think that's got to be the largest we've ever had, right? I want to turn that. I want to turn that into Monero on the, the drawing is tonight, ten fifty nine. I'm going to run down the block. I'm going to get a ticket. I'm going to go. Get a <laughs> this is it. Watch this. Oh, my God. If... <laughs> That's... All right, guys. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to go run and get a ticket at the gas station. Are you going? I mean, yeah, why not? I I will post. If if you win, you have to try to convert all that into Monero via local Monero, although I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> You're going to be. Does anybody want me to buy them a ticket? So you can send me some. Some Monero. I think you. Okay. Yeah, much, sure. How, yeah, sure. I'll do it. I'll send you some. How much? How is much? It? How much is a ticket? I think it's like two bucks a buck. How much is a ticket? I'll send you some. I'll send you some. Okay, so I'll get you one. Alright, I'll get one. <laughs> this is so I'm only funny. getting one for myself. People go and they buy like ten tickets. Like the math is really, like, why would you buy anything more than one ticket? Right? <laughs> <laughs> they want to increase their odds. That's why. I know, but it, it doesn't mathematically. It's just. Like yeah, figure, you know. I've always, I've always figured that the that lottery is a tax on the poor since they can't tax people who don't make a whole lot of money. So right. they just tax the poor by doing the lottery to make it to make people feel like they're going to get out of being poor. Yeah, it really is a tax because it just takes advantage of so many people thinking they're going to they're going to win. Also, but, like half the money doesn't even go into the prize pool, but like it goes into tax, the management. Tax. Yeah, and then the government just makes a ton of tax dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and they take like 40%. Yeah. If you do win, they take like 40% of it. Right. It's like, yeah. What a ripoff. You're getting, you're getting screwed all three. You know, you know, you're getting screwed both ways. But 1.6 billion, I'm going to play. Right, yeah, imagine you, you one damn boom. <laughs> but we're going to throw the biggest Monero Topia. Monero, Monero would skyrocket to number one. <laughs> You'd be there overnight. So much. Like, all right, we're all in. Because it's only what? Sailor of Monero. It's only what? Two point eight seven billion. (laughs) Yeah, it's still low right now. But I am starting to notice a pattern about Monero, which is kind of weird to me. But I don't know. What do you got? Still, I'm still doing research on it. It seems to me that Monero and XLM move at this exact same pace. Like if XLM goes up, Monero follows. If XLM goes down, Monero goes down, right? With it, it's kind of weird to me, and I'm trying to figure out why that is. I think hmm. it sucks that such a great coin is like number 27 on the freaking coin market cap list. Hey man, Monero used to be in the 60s. <laughs> no, Monero yeah. used to be top five. I've been listening. Small. I've been listening yeah. to all of Doug's back episodes, like of the old coffee chats from like 17, and then like all the way up, and I'm just I'm in 2021 now. And they were talking about when Monero was like number two or three on the freaking coin market cap. Wow, wow. Like I've literally listened wow. to every back episode. Wow. How do you like the show? It's I mean, good. obviously you like it if you, if you brought so much of it. But folks, we have over, we have over 21 million cryptos, man. It doesn't seem to stop. <laughs> No, let's just keep going. Uh, Doug, how do I send you the, can you give me your, your address? Let's, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put, you know, how, how do we do this so other people go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go run and do it now. So, 
Okay. Can you... If you want uh, a ticket, just uh, tweet me and raise your hand. I forget. How much are the tickets? Right. Yeah, I'll tweet. Bucks. I'll tweet you right now. Ducks at two dollars. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll tweet. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet. Who wants a, a lotto ticket? And then anybody that responds to that tweet, I'll get a lotto ticket for. Yeah, and then uh, Let's I'll, make I'll, I'll send you two bucks on. Uh, I'll send you two bucks to your Monero address. Are you not on? Are you not on Mastodon? Because not everybody's on freaking Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like. I jumped Twitter and Facebook about two years ago because they're closed source and I wanted something open source and free. So I dumped Twitter and Facebook and went exclusively to Mastodon. I, you know, Twitter is such a... Right, I'm tweeting it right now. Gotcha. Uh, okay, let's see. I also dumped Google and Amazon too. At the same time. Then, you guys share that. Oh, wow, but, really? Uh, I'm going to wrap it up if I'm going to get these tickets because I think the drawing is at – I assume I can still get them right now. Drawing's <laughs> at 10.59. It's 10.37. i got to I got to run down the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the gas station. There's probably going to be a line at the gas station of people trying to get it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. All right. Bye. All right. Wait, you, you didn't get – wait, Doug, Doug, you didn't put your uh, address. How do we send you the Monero? <laughs> no, I just tweeted it. So for now, just respond like thumbs up, and then we'll we'll settle up later. So anybody? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Later, folks. Hey guys. Later. Yeah. Hopefully we'll win. Ciao. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much. Good luck. Bye. Short wave. Jump on again, man. Really, all right, really man. Good meeting you, man. Impre- I very will. impressed by your story. Yeah, thank you, short wave. Yeah. Honestly, we're impressed. Good night, brother. Maybe later, man. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey, or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.